Comrades, welcome to episode 19, possibly the last episode of Dying Scene Radio if the world ends. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Anarcho Punk. With me, as always, is mi hermano from another mamano. I didn't, I didn't think that one through. No, you didn't. Eh, fuck. Uh, Mr. Bobby Burns, say hi to the wonderful listeners. Hey, everybody. Uh, so, as always, we're going to be playing some rad new music from new and emerging artists that you are probably too lazy to discover. And uh, I guess not, as always, we won't be talking about all of the noteworthy <laughs> scene news because there really hasn't been any over the last couple of weeks because of coronavirus. Yeah, we're going to make the news up. We'll give you our news. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, our reality. Welcome to our reality, listeners. This is so, not going to be a fun one for you. We've we've got three options for this episode. We could change the name just for this episode to Quarantine Scene Radio, Dying, okay. dying Quarantine Radio, or Dying right. Scene Quarantine. Dying Scene Quarantine has a ring to it. I like that. Doesn't it? So welcome. Let's do this over. Greetings, comrades. Welcome to... 
episode 19 of Dying Scene Quarantine. Is that better? <laughs> Sounded yeah, great. Just cut that, trim it, put it back at the beginning. Done. Um, but yeah, so we're not going to have as much news this episode. Whatever. I mean, you guys can click on fucking links with news stories. But we are going to have true. a... We're going to fill the gap with uh, a little bit more music. And we have something special for you guys a little bit later. You like that? That's a tease. Yeah, that is um, a tease. Instead of it? having news, we're going to have like something I feel like I don't later. even know what it is. Oh, oh, you'll see. It's a surprise for you, too. Um, but uh, starting things off this episode, I thought this was the most fitting song for uh, the current climate that we live in. Uh, that uh, song that brought us into the episode was from Bankrupt, all the way from Budapest, Hungary. Uh, the name of the song was Virus Klima Meteor Zombik which I'm assuming translates to virus, climate, meteor, zombie. All right. Uh, and it's all about, I don't, I, obviously, I don't speak um, Hungarian, uh, but the song is about the end of the world, and it was uh, very dystopian in its yeah. nature, and uh, I thought it was the fucking perfect song. And the end is with. nigh, so. And job. the very first word in it is virus, and that's like one of the things that they're talking about could end <laughs> the world. And here we are with a fucking virus ending the goddamn world. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, so what's up, Bob? I know uh, we're probably going to talk a little bit. I know, it's obviously, fucking corona, corona, corona. Everybody's heard enough of this bullshit. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. But let's talk a little bit about what you've been up to lately. That's a little bit more important to me. Well, uh, I, I don't know where to start. I don't know when the last time we did an episode was in my brain. I think I covered all the shows that I've been to, so uh, I haven't been oh, to any Oh, you haven't shows. been to anything since I, then. Wow. Well, I went to Costa Rica. Oh, well, let's talk about that a little bit. What did you see down there? What was the coolest thing you saw in Costa Rica? <laughs> I saw a sloth trying to climb up a hill, grab a branch that was just a dead branch that had fallen on the side of the hill, Fall about four feet to a three-foot wall with a platform on the top, thud against it, and then roll itself over onto the concrete ground, and then hmm. uh, struggle to regain its uh, balance in life. <laughs> that, was, that was the so coolest watching, thing I saw. So watching animals struggle... <laughs> and try and live it's very was sad, the highlight actually. of your trip. It's very yeah, sad. It sounds really sad. But and it's that was your... the most memorable thing that I can think of right off the top all of right. my head. Well, it wasn't really what I asked, but all right. Fair enough. Um, We're going to get some letters from PETA. <laughs> Costa Rica was interesting. It was a fun place. We went for a wedding and had an absolute blast for that. And yeah, hmm. I, there's wildlife at everywhere. Alligators and sloths and fucking... <laughs> Clumsy sloths. Clumsy sloths, anteaters, spider monkeys. Dude, those guys were vicious. Spider monkeys, if you ever see one of them up close, when they look at you, uh, essentially look like they're ready to fucking tear your face off. The guy, <laughs> yeah, the guy well. literally was like, if they look at you... Look away, do not look them in the eyes, and do not show your teeth. And I'm like, why not? And he's like, well, uh, about a year or two ago, there was a guy who was fucking with him and got 28 stitches in his face. I'm like, okay. Oh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> they, they look vicious. You look at them, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy, they look just aggressive. They look like... Well, that's what I was going to say, and, and thus ends my trip to see the spider monkeys. As oh, soon yeah. as you're talking about stitches in my face, I'm out. How would you look if somebody broke into your house? 
What do you mean? How would, I'd look pretty fucking pissed. Yeah, and essentially, when you go to or through the jungle, you've broken into their house, and they're just like, what the fuck is going on right now? And they freak out. Right. Yeah. I understand. Anyways. I'm with them. I looked up some punk bands while I was down there to try and see if I could go catch a uh, show in Costa Rica. I thought that would have been a blast, but... Um, oh, yeah. I had a great. hard time finding anything the one day I was in the main city, San Jose. Other than that, I was yeah. off in these very, very small towns, so... That's the way to do it. Anyways, uh, good time, and uh, we got back just in the nick of time. We got back two weeks ago, and um, then all this shit, I mean, it's been going down, but really started going down. Mm, yeah. So yep. we got back in the nick of time, and everything I wanted to go do for the next month or two has been canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My calendar uh, freed up significantly yeah. middle of the month here. Yeah, so, I mean, no worries. We've just been chilling at home, enjoying uh, quarantine, making the most out of it, and mm. uh, that's about it. What about you? Yeah. I saw you shot uh, the Dropkick Murphys the other night. How was that? <laughs> I did. I did shoot the Dropkick Murphys on television. It was... Uh, <laughs> Quite an interesting set. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't really been doing... I've been doing lots of drugs. I've been doing lots of drugs. Okay, like? Uh, well, I'm, I've been smoking way more marijuana than normal. I've been doing a lot of mushrooms lately. Just sitting in your house? Yeah. Okay. How's that? Well, we went out. We I did uh, one day. We um, decided we wanted to go out, and we went out, and it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody cold. knew. Too cold or what? <laughs> No, it, we were too high. Oh, okay. <laughs> My wife and I. Did you go out Mrs. into the city or out into nature? Oh, no, we went out to the city. Oh, we went to get there, some sushi up the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your mistake. <laughs> it was a little sketch. It was touch and go there for a little bit. Yeah, uh, I bet. But uh, yeah, went up to the sushi joint, had some beer and sushi while I was tripping. Uh, and no, I didn't drive. It's walking distance. I'm responsible. I'm not going to drive anywhere. While Did I'm you driving. get a hold of like an ounce or something? What like you said you've been doing it often? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I found a good connection here. So. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. No, very cool. So yeah, I've just been doing a ton of uh, drugs. Pretty much whatever I can get my hands on. Um, it's a very bad environment for <laughs> me being caged in. I require a lot of stimuli uh, outside and a lot of stuff to keep my hands busy. Otherwise, <laughs> I do stupid stuff like lots of mushrooms. My brain's been feeling a little mushy lately, Bob. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, that seems to be about uh, on par with normal, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Eh, whatever. We'll attribute it to age and not the hallucinogens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll go with that. You're good. Uh, but I did go to a few shows before things got shut down. I think since uh, last time uh, we talked, it was really only two shows. So, uh, But uh, I went to an awesome show at Streets of London here, uh, which it had, they have a ton of punk shows. It's one of the local dive bars. Uh, uh, people Corrupting People. Mm -hmm. uh, spells. How are they doing, and... People Corrupting People? Oh, they're doing good. I've got a photo shoot with them later on this month. Are they doing a new album soon or what? It's been about two years. They have a new album out. I'm oh, very shit. glad you asked. It's called Lounge Lizard. When did it come it's, out? Uh, uh, just a week ago, maybe. Okay. I, Lounge Lizard. I feel like we already slightly mentioned that because... Uh, I don't know if we did or not, but yeah. it's it's like the fifth or sixth album in their Farm Chronicles okay. series. So, gotcha. Um, all of them are kind of animal related. I think the last one was Why the did they not name it Lot Lizard? Lot lizard? I don't know. Why didn't they? Uh, I'll ask them next time. Do you I know see what him. a lot lizard is? 
No. Oh, it's Maybe? a, it's a prostitute in like a, a truck stop. You call it uh, a lot, yeah. Okay. No, I did not. Uh, I did not know that, and I want to know how you know. That. <laughs> well, <laughs> we were driving to Vegas. <laughs> it all started with a trip to Vegas, midway through the desert. <laughs> The the uh, uh, the end of that story is just me calling or asking lots of women in Vegas if they were lot lizards, and fortunately not getting my ass kicked. So. Well, good job. Um, no, who else? Uh, who headlined? Uh, Draculus headlined oh, that yeah. show, and yeah. fucking incredible. I, I did not uh, go would, see them when they were here. I don't know why. I can't remember. I what told was going you, on. man. I know you did. I know. Such a great show. It was a fucking great set. I got. Um, some pretty good pictures, I thought. Uh, they were up on Dying Scene on Instagram. And, of course, uh, anarcho.punk.la. Go check them out. Let me know what you thought. I thought they were pretty good. Uh, and then I went uh, kind of out of left field. One of the, um, I guess he's a booker. I think he does bookings for some of the um, mid-sized venues here. Uh, and he had reached out um, to uh, Colorado Punk Rock Army, who I also shoot for and uh, was and requested a photographer, so nice. I was uh, there and ready to go. That one wasn't all punk music, although um, our friends in Right Before Rain played. They are uh, pop punk, uh, but then also it was Piggy, which is a Nine Inch Nails tribute, and All My Friends Are Skeletons, which is a Chris Cornell tribute. Interesting. Band. Okay. I don't. Chris Cornell, I think, was in the band Sound Soundgarden, and Chris okay. Cornell also played in another. So that's. Band. I can't remember that, uh, what it was. Uh, that's all of my Chris Cornell knowledge. Uh, he played in Soundgarden, so uh, not really my kind of show, Chris but it was Cornell cool. Cornell did the uh, side project with Rage Against the Machine, didn't he? Um, it might have been after they broke up. Not Prophets of Rage. What did they do? I don't know. We're really uh, like out of our depth. Audio here. Slave. We shouldn't be talking. Audio about this. slave. That's what it was. Yes, he was an audio, audio slave. slave. Dude, I mean, okay. Rage Against the Machine though is fucking. Come on, if you're a punk rocker and you come listen on. to Rage Against the Machine, nobody's giving you shit for that, right? No, I, I no, I listen to Rage. I don't yeah. listen to Audio Slave, and I don't I listen don't, to Soundgarden. But they're related but heavily. The uh, show was at Globe Hall here in downtown Denver. And it was a pretty cool venue. I like the venue a lot. I like this show a lot, even for not really knowing any of the songs. It's really cool to go to a show where you don't really care about the music <laughs> yeah. as much, and you could just shoot it and then go kind of stand in the back and drink your beer, stay out of the pit. There was no pits. It was crazy. It's been a while since I've been to a show where there were, like I didn't have to fight a pit to get pictures. Or, so it was kind of nice. It was almost like a night off. That's hilarious. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's pretty much all I've been up to. I shot a, a couple shows, and then I started doing drugs. Nice. Well, I'm glad you've been doing drugs. And, uh, oh, I guess I have, too. I've been bored since I've been home, so I started smoking weed more. So I mean, Okay. Well, that's Not that good. that's that crazy or hard, but when you get really bored, you're like, I guess I'll just start smoking weed. Yeah, I mean it's natural. I'm <laughs> about to I'm about to rip a bowl right now. I was just thinking, man, that bowl. I thought maybe we could make it halfway through the podcast before nope. I killed it. I'm, no, we're not even through the intro. I'm Fuck, boring you to death. Fucking quarantine. Yeah, well, it's more or less having to deal with your face. <laughs> if it wasn't for your face, dude, we'd be all right. Turns that uh, Picasso into uh, I don't know what. I don't have a, a, a good analogy there. A p- 
Tenazzo. Okay. Hmm. It's a little bit of a reach. We'll take it. All right. On to the next thing. How about music? I don't even know what else to say here. Let's just play some music. We're going to talk about fucking Corona and all the bullshit that it's caused. I don't want to start the show on a fucking sour note. All right. So... I think we've had a pretty good time. We had a pretty good intro here. We had a crazy song, which was a little bit out of the ordinary, and I think that might be a little bit of a theme here. So there's going to be two themes. Two of them, uh, I think, are it, that, that's enough. I don't want to overwhelm people with, with more than two. Yeah. Because people, especially Americans, seem to be pretty fucking stupid. Well. Uh, just from the news I'm reading. So I want to <laughs> limit this to just two themes for the day. One of them is going to be a, a little bit strange. We're going to have some music that's a little bit weird. Bob can attest to this. Okay. And then the second one is going to be that because we didn't have any news, I went through and I cleared out the inbox. I actually didn't clear it out. There's still 300 emails that I have starred. But... We did get a big chunk, so I kind of took this opportunity to clear out the inbox as much as I could. So all of the music from today's podcast are going to be from the inbox. Uh, So everything that uh, people have sent in, we're finally catching up on. And if you've sent in stuff and you're not on this episode, just know that I'm trying to catch up as much as humanly possible. And you will get played eventually if you're any good. If you suck, I'm not going to play you. Work harder. We've said it before, right? We I have. Know. I know it's Work cruel. your ass off. Write a better EP, goddammit. In fact, yeah. Uh, yeah, give us a full-length album, which I believe you is have to be. EP. You have to be cruel to be kind, is what they say. <laughs> so, And if uh, anything, I, am, I mean, we're just pushing you to be better musicians. Uh, musicians. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, don't, don't be pissed at us. Um, yeah, it's not my fault. I know I'm a shitty musician, so I don't fucking play music. I just sit here and criticize others. Yeah, and the amount of time I've put into it and uh, what I've gotten back proves that I'm mu- a shitty musician. So I, I yeah, right, as well. <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, let's listen to some shitty musicians. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna kick off this first there's, block of music. There's the theme of the episode: not- <laughs> shitty musicians. <laughs> Look, and I'm not even gonna kick this off with. Usually, we kick off this first block of music with. Uh, Bossman Dave's solid gold lock of the episode, and he's been too busy working on the website, which we'll have more on later. So I didn't even bug him with this. So you said more on. I did. Um, back to business. We're going to kick this block of music off with uh, my solid gold lock of the episode. How about that? I'm, I don't even know if that's a thing. You like that? I'm, I just took over Bossman Dave's spot. No, I'm down with it. It's yours. You, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yours. Fuck it. Sorry, what Dave. does he give us anyway? All he does is give us a hard time. Fuck you, Dave. Yeah, Dave, you wouldn't even Lame know me man. if I saw you. You don't shit. even know what I look like, Dave. Lame ass. Yeah, just don't <laughs> piss off Jay. He's the one that gets us in the shows. Fuck Dave. Jay's the one you I'm really want to get in good I'm gonna with. I'm going to see Dave at like punk rock bowling this year or something. Yeah, probably not. Oh. Uh, all right. Fuck it. Music, right? I said music. Let's First do. one we're going to play is Radke. These guys are from St. Joseph, Missouri. First song that we're going to listen to today is Spiders.
Off of their newest album, No Strange Cats, that was Radke with Spiders. That was a fucking dope one. Yeah. Look, Bob's smiling. All he does is smile. No, That's that, I know he that likes was it. a great one. Uh, you've brought these guys on a few times, if I'm not mistaken. Nope. This has to be. Never. Huh. I wonder how I know them then. Hmm. You've Maybe you're just ahead of the curve. No, I don't know. Um, but... You know Radke. You've had them before somewhere. You've listened to them nope. at least. Seriously? Never. Nope. Mm, no. Right. And, and apparently I'm and ahead what of the I was, curve. And what I was going to say here is that they are, like, I, I always kind of check the band's Facebook page because I don't want to, you know, I mean, our our thing here is like smaller and emerging new bands. Sure. Um, so I don't, not that I have like a number in mind, but if they have a ton of followers and it's a bigger band, I do kind of say, okay, well, maybe not. Uh, these guys actually had a decent amount of followers, but I had never heard of them. I was like, well, how often does that happen where there's a band that's that good because they're fucking awesome? And I hadn't heard of them yet. And they had, I don't even know, like 80,000 followers, something like that. I don't even remember yeah. the number. Uh, so I decided to include them. Anyway, even though they are a bigger band than we would normally include. Um, plus, again, I had an email in my inbox that kind of clued me into them. So, uh, yeah, really divergent sound with those guys. Uh, if you listen to the rest of the album, it wasn't just, uh, you know, kind of like that punk sound. And, yeah. and I was reading somewhere that they don't want to be defined as just punk, and I don't think they are. Uh, and they list a ton of different influences. So really well-rounded. Um, fucking awesome. I didn't get bored at all listening, listening to the entire album. I think something that's interesting about them is they are a three piece band and they're all brothers mm -hmm. and they were all homeschooled. Uh, and so I think with that, you kind of get your own unique culture of like comedy and humor and music and sound and just working with one another because you don't know anything else. It's, it's something I picked up not only living and, and growing up in a small town that like yeah. our culture yeah. and also our sense of humor is like very different from what's going on in the rest <laughs> of society, but then also yeah. becoming close friends with like groups of people who are small cliques or just, you know, brothers or or whatever and so um i think that's something that adds to their like diversity and uniqueness because they are a very unique sounding band while still remaining like generally punk there's definitely something different about them but yeah they are awesome um kind of a bummer is they were coming through your place next week yeah, well, there's, yeah, like I said earlier, my calendar was kind of full this month. Uh, things really start to pick up here in Denver in, in March, April, May when the weather starts changing. Even yeah. though we had a blizzard yesterday, um, uh, the things like shows start to pick up a little bit. More traffic yeah. starts coming through. And my calendar was the fullest it had been in probably about four months. And uh, I went through a couple days ago and just erased everything on the little dry erase calendar and cried. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm the same. I go through every few years. I'm just like, 
I don't know if I, I get bored or I get antsy or I just feel like I haven't been doing a lot, but I've I had six or seven shows in the works for the next few months, which is way more than normal than uh, for me. Yeah. And I did that a few years ago, about six or seven years ago. All of a sudden I went to like, I think, 25 or 30 shows in a year, which is like one every mm. other week, yeah. sometimes two a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is the year I'm doing that shit again. <laughs> I'm I'm on mm. it. I'm just like tickets to this and that like I keep seeing things and I just want to go and do and so it sucks because I was ready for that again but I mean you know on yeah. the other hand people are dying so can't complain too much yeah no no probably shouldn't no uh, but what we probably should do is play some more fucking music Let's do because it. I'm sure people are tired of hearing us <laughs> uh, so next up hey our they buddy... do listen to us for a reason well they can't yeah. be that tired of hearing I guess. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how things go. Now that people are locked in, I feel like <laughs> yeah. we really have them. <laughs> We're going to ch- get them trapped and yep. make them hook them. Yep. Uh, so this next one was sent in from our buddy Jake in Rough Dreams. Uh, his band there uh, out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, has uh, started putting out a few new singles from their Muscle Shoals sessions. This one is called Those Old Souls.
That one was Those Old Souls from Rough Dreams, our friends down there in Knoxville, Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) That was rude. You like that? That was rude. Yeah, it was a little rude, but nah, they're in the South. Fuck them. Uh, that was uh, their, one of their new singles uh, from their Muscle Shoals sessions. It's really fucking hard to say. You, you try it, Bob. Mush, oh, muscle Shoals. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mushy Maltz. Right. <coughs> yeah, Mushy that one's Schultz. pretty tough. Uh, but yeah, a legendary recording studio down there in Muscle Shoals. I liked them. They uh, sounded a little bit like old senses fail. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could hear that. Yeah. There's some fun Um, old, like, emo into the new stuff that started leading into, like, the emo metal thing that happened. Right. That's what I was going to say, that the emo, the, the good emo. Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't want to discount. I'm okay with that because it wasn't too whiny. Yeah, no, I like yeah. I liked it. I literally am going to send it to one of my friends because I think he'll dig it. So there you I go. I dug it, and uh, and uh, yeah, I always um, my favorite submissions are the ones that friends send in. Just like shoot me a messenger, say here we got a new song, and I I still hold them accountable too because Wait, I don't play bullshit on here. So this was from a friend, like you know the dude personally. Yeah, oh. our buddy Jake. All right. Yeah, and he uh, also plays in Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves. Wait, so he's in Rough Dreams and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves. Correct. Oh, I didn't know Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves was from Tennessee. They aren't. They're from North Carolina, which is right. It, which abuts it abuts Tennessee. You know, um, for as much as uh, some people like you hate North Carolina, there are some good bands that come out of there. Yeah, I guess if you say so. Pete Pablo? Uh, no, Muslims. They came out of there as well. And isn't that where our friend um, from, uh, what's his name, Jason, um, who did the baseball punk rock uh, documentary? Wasn't he from there? Uh, I don't think he's from there. I think he lives there or gotcha. spent time there. Gotcha. Um, yeah. No, that was uh, Jake from Jake. Shibby Pictures. There you go. Yeah, I think, he's from, I think he's from Boston area gotcha. originally. I gotcha. think his gotcha. home. Okay, well. Um, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, I guess there's me, uh, decent music down there, especially in Knoxville. So you can't knock the music scene in Knoxville, even yes. if you're not a fan of uh, country music. Um, but speaking of music that I am a fan of, <laughs> I'm really excited about this one. And and this one, I, it was teetering on my albums of the year list for last year. And it was Literally, just... my comment on this was, would have been a good find last year, exclamation mark. <laughs> no, I found it. I found it last oh, year. Well, I found it last sharing. year. And it, <clears throat> I did share it. And if you want to go back and review the text, we can do that. <laughs> Do it. I dare you. Pull that I'll shit do it. Up, while, while we're playing this song, I'm going to look for the text. I guarantee we're going to find it, and you're going to eat fucking crow, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so if you're wondering what all the hubbub about is, is about, here we go. Uh, this next band, um, really good, fucking awesome, classic, hardcore sound. Uh, this is School Drugs with Modern Medicine.
That was Modern Medicine from New Jersey's School Drugs, which uh, I can confirm now. And uh, coming I up told, next is... Nope, part- nope. I told Bob <laughs> uh, via textual message. And now we have from Liverpool... <laughs> you shut your mouth. On Wednesday, September 18th, 2019, at 1.47 p.m. Mountain Time, the text specifically said... Listen this to school drugs today. This is It was a simple. Counting it was backwards. a pretty simple text. It was pretty, pretty. Uh, What's that? You're I cut- tried to keep it as I can't r- rudimentary as possible for You're you because out. I understand. It's hard for you to understand things. So yes, uh, Bob was definitely aware of this band. <laughs> Apparently, I listened to the band and I said they were dope <clears throat> and that they've been around for a while. And uh, that's all I said. That was the title track from the 10-track LP released last year. Like I said, it was uh, on my teetering on my albums of the year list. Mine um, too, apparently. I really am looking forward to more. Um, what? What did you say? I said mine too, apparently, but yeah, not really. I got something you could teeter on. Uh, but the fucking How dare album you? is... <laughs> The album is fucking great. I loved uh, pretty much every song. But that was also part of the problem. Um, the The songs were all kind of similar. And if you sat through the entire, uh, I think it was 10 tracks, um, th- there was a little bit of, of uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to say, I, I don't want to say consistency because that's kind of. No, repetition. Word to use, but yeah, repetition. Uh, which, I mean, it's hardcore. So, of course, you know, and that's the only problem I have with hardcore. Which is um, why hardcore albums don't usually make it into my top ten. You know what I like what, about what you said, though, is I'm like, man, halfway through the year, we should do an albums we missed of 2018. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, isn't that just kind of the podcast, like all the albums yeah. we missed? And I think that was yeah, a really fair exactly. point. That uh, yep. the podcast becomes oftentimes just like we miss these albums and hear some cool fucking bands and, and it, it really is. Yeah. I can't I can't list every band that I loved throughout the year because I am like I'm a band whore man. Like I love everybody. If you put out good music and you're trying and you're doing it yourself and working fucking hard, I'm gonna fucking love it. Oh, um, that means you love me a little. I, that's not no. That's especially pretty much exactly what you said. No, especially yeah. without the beard. You look like a weird bird. He <laughs> 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 doesn't even have a comeback. <laughs> uh, he'll think of one. Let's give him a minute, guys. He's a little slow on the uptake. Let's give him. He's not as quick-witted as some other people. Let's give him a song. We're going to play one. Bob, just hold it. I see you're trying to think. Don't. Fucking blow a fuse. Uh, this next one is counting backwards from our friends. Pardon us.
That was counting funny. backwards from our friends Pardon Us from Liverpool, UK. Hey, I got it. <laughs> Fuck you, AP. There's my comeback. <laughs> that was a pretty fucking good comeback. Like I can't. That's one of. That's a classic. It's I, one of my favorites. I was thinking of Chris D'Elia. I don't know if you've ever watched his stand-up or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> he he has a bit where he's just like I look like a fucking bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks. I appreciate uh, it, AP. It's the big. No, let's go with the beer. The I schnapps. know. I, I know the weather's starting to set in, but let's just keep the beer. You're right. gonna have to suffer through. Right. Suffer for me. Uh, yes. So the Liverpudlians, pardon us, uh, with counting backwards. That was from their 2019. I like the LP ring to that. Wait. The Liverpudlians. Have I ever heard that before? I don't think I have. Did you come up okay. with that? Uh, uh no. No. Oh, right. Am I deep? Am I known as a bullshitter? I, I mean, don't... every once in a while, I'll talk out my ass, but I'm not like a bullshitter. That's good though. I'm... Liverpudlians. Uh, Google it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure the term is Liverpudlians. The Beatles were Liverpudlians. <clears throat> so that was from the 2019 LP Wait. Um, and I think that those guys, I, the reason I think I like them is because they sound a little bit like Get Dead. Mm. Uh, they've got I that, see that really yeah, yeah. raspy, rough around the edges. Yeah. Just get up there, sloppy, fucking play shit and fucking thrash. Yeah. I love it. Liverpudlians is a thing. You did not come okay. up with that at all. Yeah. Well,. I mean, I try not to bullshit too much. I do a little. I bet. I do a little. Everybody does a little. Uh, So, yeah. Fucking pardon us. Fucking great shit. Is Get Dead Uh, still a thing? That was another one that... What? Is Get Dead still a thing? Get Dead? Yeah. Okay. For sure. I didn't know. They're the... uh, They're the guys that dosed Fab Mike. No, no, no. I, I just didn't know if they're still touring and playing and... Uh, I don't think anybody's touring now, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> That's definitely true. <laughs> no, yeah, I see yeah. here they were supposed to be on Punkin' Drublick in Berlin. Yeah, I think I've May seen 31st. some dates. So, yes, they're some still doing stuff. They just haven't put out anything in a while. So, that's all. Yeah, I, I think wondered. it's been a few years. You're right. It might have only been like four years, though. It hasn't no, been yeah, that four long. Four years is a long time. Well, they're getting old. They're old men. Okay. So are we. Younger than me. But... <laughs> Uh, more music? Good idea. This next one uh, is a little bit of hardcore, too. This is uh, Safeguard with Moments.
Okay, so, Bob, I'm not going to lie. I found that one. That one being uh, Moments was the song name by Safeguard. Uh, those guys are from Singapore. So that was which, not uh, in the we, inbox. This, uh, no, yes. So, um, listen, hear me out, hear me out. Uh, there was another band in my inbox with a similar name. And while I was searching, I stumbled across these guys, and I decided to go with these guys just because <laughs> it blew my mind. That and sucks the for other the band, other safeguard. <laughs> well, I'm so here's sorry the thing: for laughing so hard, I'm just saying AP is an asshole. Uh, well, I think everybody fucking knew that. Uh, no, but I actually still saved that email okay. <laughs> in the inbox, so it still starred. Right. So. Right. You will be hearing the other safeguard eventually. <laughs> so now who looks like an asshole, Bobbert? Uh, yeah, I mean, you still do because you were clearing out the inbox and chose these guys over those guys. But it's um, funny. You said they were hardcore. I thought they were a little bit it's, emo, but not emo. It is emo-y hardcore. Yeah, I know, So right? I, don't, I don't even know what to call them. No, yeah, it was it so. was cool. Like I felt like it didn't fit genres. So it's nice right. when you find stuff that's not like super definitive. Honestly... Uh, and we've got some songs coming up, but like these are the fun things about the podcast where it's like I don't get into music like I do because you said it earlier, like you're a bit of a band whore now and we just listen to so much music. But like I also get exposed to really fun types of music where I'm just like, I don't think I ever would have discovered something like this. Um, and I'm not right. saying that specifically about Safeguard, but Safeguard does fall into that category of like not having a definitive sound. And it's nice. It's good. It's it's what makes the podcast fun is when we can find bands like Safeguard. Well, and now if you'll let me finish my point, you verbose motherfucker. I don't even know what I verbose was, means. I would imagine you wouldn't. Uh, so what I was going to say is, it's sometimes things like these that are good when you're trying to kill time. Like if you're in quarantine or if you're, you know, tired of watching the same television show for the hundredth time, like me in the office Mm -hmm. or me in 30 rock, I can only watch so much office and 30 rock within a week span before I need to kill it. Mm. So it's good sometimes parks and rec Yeah, parks and rec is, yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's okay. All right. It's all right. Okay. Uh, but sometimes it's good to go through and discover new music. So go through Bandcamp while you're sitting there um, doing nothing, 
twiddling your thumbs, not going to restaurants or bars or tattoo shops or bowling yeah. alleys. Uh, go to Bandcamp. Discover new music. Even if you have to stumble upon it, go down a rabbit hole like we do. That's kind of how we find a lot of music. It's not all inbox, obviously, because it was backed up. <laughs> Dude. Um, but I went down the rabbit hole on this one, and I thought that that was a good example. This is a perfect time to go down the rabbit hole, find some new music, support local smaller artists, because there's plenty of them out there, and anybody that says punk is dead is just not fucking looking hard enough. Also, send us some of that cool shit that you guys find. I mean, Spike used to send us shit regularly. And... Yeah, he's, he still does. He still does. Oh, all right. Well, I don't yeah. know why we haven't been playing it. That sucks. Uh, I, I still mix some in every once in a while. I think the last email he sent us had like six bands in it. I, I, I think we it. should mix it in every time, even though he <clears throat> likes you more than me, which I don't understand why. But everybody likes me better than you, dude. That's a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. That's no. Def- no. If you're there over no fifty, question. then probably. If you're <laughs> under fifty, then you'd know and exactly what ladies, I'm talking about. If you're ladies, you you'd definitely be very like me more than yes. Bob. And especially if you'd see Bob without his beard. So <clears throat> I'm just saying, Bob. I uh People like me better than you. <laughs> and if you want to put this to a vote, we can put it to a vote. I will prove you wrong just like I did with school All right. drugs. All right. Uh, throw it on a vote on uh, throw it on yeah, a vote on Instagram. Put it on the uh, Instagram. In the next song, I don't know if you can do. throw one of those vote things up there and see who wins. All right. Maybe we'll see. We'll give it till after no. the episode. Maybe I'll ask it in the uh, whenever I post the uh, no. information for this. Do it so. now. Um, so anyway, safeguard moments, hardcore Singapore, definitely try and get into some music while we're fucking quarantined, do something productive. Uh, those guys haven't really been active since 2018 and I'm really hoping that maybe, uh, us finding them and digging them up kind of produces a little bit more from them. All what right. do you think? Yeah. Maybe they'll have a new album coming out. Maybe they'll be inspired. Oh, hmm? I I would love and something good to have inspired good comes somebody. From if I inspired somebody, I felt like I uh, <clears throat> I I did my job and this was all worth it. Yeah, hopefully, that's all you can ask. Um, hey, let's play one more before we get into our paltry news section. Um, let's end something with a little bit of garage punk, I guess. If we're going to be putting songs and and bands into compartments. Uh, We'll call these guys Garage Punks. Uh, This is Cash Registers with My Destructive Personality.
from New York. New York, the city that doesn't sleep, from what I hear. I don't fucking know. New York sucks. Uh, that was My Destructive Personality from the Cash, cash Registers. Uh, try Googling cash registers to find the band. It's <laughs> you get a lot of a lot of information about cash registers. Um, no, that uh, was from the two-track digital release. Uh, the other track was Let's Be Sad, which was just as good. I kind of flipped a coin on that one. Uh, but that was released last year as well. Uh, really looking forward to more from those guys. They're... Um, they're a band that's been on my radar now for probably about five years, three, eh, three to five years. I don't know. I'm getting old. But I've always been watching them uh, kind of in the background, and they've been constantly getting better. So keep getting better, and you get rewarded. See? We just talked about it earlier. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I couldn't quite put my finger on who they sound like. Uh, you said garage band, and I'm like, they are garage band. And like at first, I'm like... A little Ramones-ish, but not really. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I do. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It's, it kind of goes with the theme. Yep. This one was sent in, and it's a little bit weird. Yep. Just like the opening song. I can't believe I went that opening song. It was just so out it of left It was a very me. different opening song for you, but it was still good. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, it was still catchy as fuck. Yeah, and it's I can't think of anything more fitting, so... Had to uh, had to throw that one in there. Uh, so, news, I guess. Let's do it. So, okay, let's go ahead. I'm going to hit you guys with the bad news first. And then I'm going to follow it up with the good news. This was something I learned from my days in uh, in sales. Uh, you always leave with the bad news and then follow up with the good news. Leave them on a good note so they uh, so they sign that paperwork for the Cutco Cutlery, okay. right? All right. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so bad news. There's a pandemic. Everybody's going crazy. I don't. I think everybody's overreacting a little. I don't know. Everybody has an opinion about it. I'm kind of in the middle. I think if you wash your hands, you try and limit a little bit of exposure, you're probably going to be okay. And it's probably best for everybody. I don't think everything should be shut down. And uh, it's certainly putting a hitch in my giddy-up, if you will. Uh, Because I'm a creature that needs to be out and amongst people and doing things and keeping my hands busy, uh, like I said earlier. Otherwise, I do stupid things like eat lots of mushrooms. So I'm a little bit bummed out about it, but um, how about you, Bob? How are things down there in Los Angeles? Uh, I mean, look, I don't know where this could potentially go. I've been watching the Netflix show Pandemic, so I'm like, you know what? I think it's great <laughs> that they're putting measures in place, and uh, but I also go outside and like, people aren't fucking doing it. Everyone's just like, meh, whatever. I I had to take my dog to the vet today because he's an idiot and ripped his toenail off for the second time. Um, Mm. And as I'm walking down the street, some guy just starts fucking hacking away and then spits like five feet in front of me as he walks by with his mom. And I'm just like, what is going on, dude? Save it. (laughs) Save it for another 20 feet. I don't know what you don't get about what's going on, but 
you know, you don't need to be hacking on your mom. You don't need to be hacking on me. And uh, I don't know. Anyways. <clears throat> and it's certainly impacted the scene and the news and the productivity and kind of the, the machine that we've uh, become accustomed to. Um, shows have been canceled everywhere, uh, like we mentioned a, a couple times earlier. Um, and for how long, no one knows. Dude, I yeah. have shows lined up for four months or three months and man i am bummed yeah yeah no and i don't uh i'm still i mean i'm a selfish son of a bitch so it i'm gonna always talk about how it affects me but yeah it really sucks like having to be caged up and not being able all right to go out and do anything. so and it's just so what's worse, canceled so. on you Oh, I just all a whole bunch of local shows. I don't even have the list. I just went through and erased the whole. Like I said, <laughs> we have a um, I have a show calendar on the side of my refrigerator, and it's one of those dry erase boards. And at the beginning of the it's... month, I sit down on the couch, and and Mrs. Anarchopunk gets up there, and I'll give her the date, the venue, and the shows every day. And this month was so busy, and I just went through after like the twelfth or so when everything started getting canceled. I just wiped my whole arm down the whole rest of the month. Said, Fuck it. That's a, mushrooms. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. All right. So for me, pears, they were coming up here um, yeah. in about they, a week. They were playing here, too. week and a half they were supposed to play here, and that's not happening, so I'm not going to that. Uh, Barry Johnson from Joyce Manor was doing an acoustic show at the Sardine, uh, which I know I've mentioned he is a co-owner of. And then... We've got uh, Punk in the Park, which was supposed to go down in Chino Hills in about two mm. months here, a month and a half. Yeah. With Pennywise. That looked like a good show. Oh, I was so stoked about that. I'm like, who am I going to interview? Maybe I could get my interview with Guttermouth I was supposed to have and bring it up about how they got too <laughs> fucking tossed to do my interview with me. Or the Bouncing Souls. How fun would it be to interview the Bouncing Souls? Or, yeah. hey, Hilltop Rats. We could catch up with them again and see where they're Always. Going. Yeah, we Always. interviewed them. And then uh, I've got Chain Fest, which was like a emo uh, throwback fest with Jimmy Eat World and Saves the Day and Taking Back Sunday and Glassjaw and all these other fucking bands. And I was stoked about that. Coheed and Cambria, I had tickets to that. That's canceled. Bright Eyes, I had tickets to that. That's canceled. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Hopefully Yikes. things are rescheduled, but you know what? If they're not, I guess I'm buying double the amount of tickets next year, and I'm getting insurance yeah. this time. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like at least the one thing is uh, for me, at least it doesn't inconvenience me much because I wait until the last minute to get tickets because most of the time I can just get on the list and shoot and you know use a little bit of. That's my what I did for Pears and Punk uh, in the Park, but the other ones I but, already got tickets to already. Right. But what I was going to say is for the local shows here, I always just try and pay, you know, at the door or make sure I buy the tickets directly from them because they're 10 bucks. Yeah. So I'm not going to get into a $10 show for free. Yeah. So, um, yeah, normally I'll pay for like those kind of shows, but I'll wait till closer to the show time because I don't know which one I'm going to go to because a lot of times there's multiple shows on the same night. Um, so luckily I didn't have any tickets, um, to any shows, um, that I would be shooting. Um, but, uh, yeah, still a bummer overall. Uh, it really sucks not having that outlet. And for me, um, show photography is an outlet. Yeah. Well, if that makes sense. So I'm replacing it with drugs. 
I hope uh, this doesn't go too long. Otherwise, I'm not going to have anyone to podcast with. Is that healthy? I mean, that's I'm, healthy. Yeah, just the um, longer it goes, it seems the deeper you're going to get. You know, that's I funny. will say it's perfect timing because Colorado just decriminalized all Schedule One and Two drugs here in and did in they? The, state of Colorado yeah so I don't even know what schedule one or two means anymore because marijuana was schedule one forever with like fucking yeah 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 well it's pretty pretty much means like I mean schedule one and two are the only ones that really fucking cared about as it goes down the list they got uh, you know more lenient and lenient so uh, even with like the exception heroin of and weed. cocaine and crack and all that right stuff, so, so heroin was a schedule one like marijuana <laughs> for some reason uh that was the only one that was really uh, uh mil- misplaced let's say uh but, but yeah it, so but now if you get caught with cocaine here is, is heroin it's is not legal it's just you not know illegal. you get a fine you get a fine and plus they're not really enforcing these fines these days anyway they have more yeah. important fish to fry yeah. um so uh, let's move on with the news. So yeah, lots of shows being canceled. Everything sucks. World's ending. Blah blah blah. Uh, on top of that, making the world even worse is that dying scene proper is still down the mothership. But uh, I've been told that we're working on it, and I saw a weird post the other day that was a po- <laughs> that was a test post. So uh, the one thing I didn't see a what post? What did you post, call it? A test post. Oh, a test post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, the one thing I didn't see on that post, however, was a picture. And I've been told that the pictures are the problem, like our picture gallery, um, because we had so many pictures well, we and don't picture need galleries. fucking pictures. Just post a goddamn article without a picture. <clears throat> yeah. So that might be coming. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't get what the problem is. I don't need a picture. Well, I, I mean, really, would you it's, be clicking on articles? Yeah, that don't have pictures? it's better than yes. nothing. I will grant you that. It is better than nothing. Uh, So, yeah, it's uh, being worked on. I feel like I need to um, at least provide some sort of update as we uh, do these podcasts because I think we're, um, I guess, like an outlet, a conduit for the mothership. Uh, Dave would probably not like us being the voice of Dying C, but I think right but now. But officially we are. right now, we are the <laughs> voice of Dying C. We're taking over, motherfucker. This is actually, uh, um, it's ours now. Sorry, Dave. It's ours. And, yeah, we're squatters' uh, rights, motherfucker. A- AP's solid gold lock of the episode, and uh, I did. I planted my fucking flag at the solid gold lock of the episode, yeah, I and mean, we're we're claiming squatters' rights, bitch. If you want dying scene, you got to come kick us out. I'm here, Dave. Come and find me. Come at me. What is it? I'll ca- catch me outside. Catch me outside, Dave. Um. All right. Look, enough bad news. I don't li- really like doing bad news. I just thought it would be kind of a funny bit because it, the world is. I thought it was funny, so you're good. Um. So yeah, let's end the thing here. Our little mini news segment. I don't. It's not. I guess a real news segment. Let's end it with a little bit of good news. All right. Flip side of that coin. Uh. So lots of shows canceled. Lots of festivals canceled, as Bob uh, so eloquently pointed out. But lots of bands are also doing online shows now. Uh, This week alone, I watched Frank Turner, Dropkick Murphys, 
And then today, there was a whole uh, folk punk festival, uh, which had, jeez, uh, I don't even know. Um, let's see, it had Days and Days, which I was trying to watch before Bob interrupted Fuck me. me. Uh, it had my buddy John in Rent Strike, which was the highlight of my day. I got to see, quote-unquote, see a live performance from uh, John. Uh, a Boy and His Rats. If you aren't familiar with A Boy and His Rats, uh, at least go check him out to once. look at his uh, uh, his guitar. His guitar was like it looked like flesh and had a whole bunch of eyeballs on it, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, Apes, of, uh, Apes of the State played killer fucking set they opened things up and it's probably one of the better sets of the day uh matt pless the rifleman uh just pals uh, the great twitch tons of bands like it, it was probably 20 bands in all uh started around two o'clock my time and ended uh, around 10 o'clock my time so it was a good eight hours of music streaming online so bands are really trying to kind of pick up the slack make sure that um you kind of stay inside and do the uh, social distancing thing and try to make that as bearable as possible. So I appreciate their efforts. It is not the same as going to a live show, and it is very, very barely filling the void. Have you caught any of the live shows yet there, Bob? Nope. I had a friend doing one live tonight, and, uh, well, I wanted to watch it, but here I am. But I'm sure I will catch some of that in the next uh, few days here, I'd imagine, because I don't have shit to do. Well, I guess this is kind of like a live stream. A lot more boring of a concert. Oh, totally. 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 You want me to like, stand up and like do some thrashing around? Some head banging? I'd be down. Screen, I, could, I could grab the mic. Wow! How you doing tonight? Gardena! You could just like that. get your cat back in uh, the background. I'd appreciate that. Oh, is he back there? He was. Um, I was entertained. <clears throat> I'm sorry that I don't entertain you enough. It's all right. Um, I figure you already knew right. that. Uh, I probably should have. I'm a little slow sometimes, too. Uh, so, uh, in other good news, trying to keep spirits up. Uh, no effects has released a couple of new videos. I thought they were going to try and do one a day. I didn't see one today, but over the last two or three days, they've released two new music videos. Um, the first one uh, was uh, I Love You More Than I Hate Me. And then they released um, an acoustic version of Just the Flu, which was originally uh, released on uh, Ribbed, which I think they said... I think somebody said it was released in 91. That can't be right. 1991? That's so long ago. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool videos all around. Um, I especially loved the uh, I Love You More Than I Hate Me video. That was a pretty cool one. It had all of the um, members of NoFX uh, committing suicide uh, while at a party. Hmm. I'd do in that. In different ways. So, yeah. Do you wish you still lived in Van Nuys so you could stalk him a little? Yes. Yeah, I bet. Yes. I always try and look and see if there's like a geotag on any of those photos. Like, where is he? Where? Uh, they, well, they tagged a Sherman Oaks, but like if you're, I mean, it's really like Oxnard kind of splits Sherman Oaks and Van Nuys. It's kind of like the splitting point. And, and there are some houses that 
are right there on Oxnard or a few blocks south that probably yeah. should be more Van Nuys than <laughs> than Sherman Oaks, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that's what he <laughs> so said I is think... he got like a compound in Van Nuys. When he yeah, and I've there. seen him talking about places that are in Van Nuys. So yeah. I think he's probably in one of those... Um, what probably one of the streets, just a few blocks south of Oxnard. Well, when imagine. you come on back, we'll uh, we'll take a drive. Uh, if only I had a good reason to come back, Bob. I mean, you know, you could just uh, come hang out. The yeah, weather, we could. the weather's a good reason. The weather's a fucking great reason. We had a uh, said it earlier. We had a blizzard yesterday. Fucking yeah, horrible. And it's tomorrow's springtime. the first day of fucking uh, spring. I think Imagine that was that. today, but either way, yeah, yeah, it's right there, a day or two within spring, and we had a blizzard. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, check out the NoFX videos. They are really cool. You can find them on YouTube and uh, links on Facebook, uh, of course, on the NoFX site. Um, and now, moving on to news that excites me personally, and I think everybody should know, because, again, I'm pretty uh, selfish, and it's all about me. Uh, Western Addiction announced a new album. Uh, 11 new tracks, which fucking is incredible. I don't know. It is at, everybody's hip to Western Addiction, right? Yes. They're signed to Fat. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure I'm not blowing this out of proportion. Uh, yeah, the name of the album is Frail Bray. It releases on May 15th. So that's something to look forward to a little bit later in, later in uh, spring. So I always want to leave you with something to look forward to. I don't want to kind of ruin everything with this whole plague, the Black Plague, and <laughs> having to stay quarantined and no no alcohol. Um, dude, I've spent so much money on alcohol and weed over the past few weeks just stockpiling because I know all the fucking crazies are. I don't want to stockpile. They're forcing me to fucking stockpile. I don't have room to stockpile. Yep. Who needs, who needs two 12 cases of White Claw? Uh, Jesus Christ. Apparently you do. I need two 12 cases or more of beer because I'm almost out. So I better because you're a man. Out. You're a man. I mean, it's just because I'm fat and i got to contribute to this fatness or else <clears throat> well, I get skinny. Thus the switch to White Claw. Uh, but yeah, I'm running dangerously low on toilet paper. I'm starting to get a little concerned with that. I've been Are asking... Really? Uh, yeah, I've been asking Mrs. Anarchopunk for a week or so. Hey, every time you you know go to the store, you're running past the store, walk down the aisle <laughs> and check and see what's there. And she hasn't found anything yet. And I think we're down to uh, two rolls. Two rolls. That's so. crazy. Well, we've got yeah. like, I don't want to say how many... It's not a lot. <laughs> no, you would be uh, putting your family in danger. <laughs> I know, right? But like, I just don't <laughs> go through that much toilet paper. I don't know what to say, you know. Well, I didn't before I was uh, when I was working from work because I would take my morning shit, you know, at work. Oh, I'd yeah. go in there and use yeah, their yeah, toilet yeah. paper. Got to do it on oh, the fuck. Yeah. Now I'm working. Yeah, no, definitely. What is it? Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shit <laughs> on company time. Nice. Uh, no, now that I'm at home. Yeah, I got to shit in my, in my own little shitter, and it's really, I'm going through some toilet paper here. If you could uh, actually sing that in some type of harmony, I'll put a little uh, ditty to it behind it. So so go ahead, one more time. Three, two, one, sing it. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shit all company time. Very nice, thank you. And Is that continue. good enough? Okay. 
All right. So that was a little bit of good news there, other than having to hear about my daily bowel movements. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But let's go on with a little bit more good news. This is kind of a mixed bag, but um, I'm sure some of you people have heard of um, uh, our friend Dylan Flynn uh, and his um, charity, Pass the Base. So basically, um, when he was 15... Uh, He got his first bass guitar, and shortly after, he suffered uh, a traumatic brain injury. So he was never really able to play it or learn how to play it. So about five years ago, um, he's 35 now, so when he was 30, uh, he started this campaign, Pass the Bass, where he wanted to raise money for um, brain injuries. Uh, So what he does is he took the bass that he was never able to play, and he passes it around to different bass players from punk bands because he likes punk music. So um, he takes the money that's um, you know raised from selling merchandise and shows bands will let him kind of you know set up a little bit of a, a merch table alongside them and sell some of his merch. I uh, am the proud owner of a Pass the Bass T-shirt, which is very comfortable, and I'm told eventually will get me on the cover of GQ. I don't know. <laughs> he said it would. I'm going to call him on a shit if it doesn't. Um, But, uh, yeah, all the money goes to the Brain Injury Association of America. Uh, So probably close to 50 bassists by this point have played it, including Fat Mike, uh, Matt Freeman, Jay Bentley from Bad Religion, Ken Casey, Mark Hoppus, a bunch of different others. I think our friend uh, Derek Envy has played it from Red City Radio. Um, So a bunch of different bassists have played it, and he's uh, donated over $12,000 to the Brain Injury Association of America. So that's a really feel-good story. However... Uh, about uh, six, eight months ago, I think he said, he went on um, one of those uh, cruises, the music cruises, Uh where a bunch of different bands play. I can't remember which one he he said he went on, but it might have been Dropkick Murphys. They do a big one. Um, And I can't remember if that's the one or not, so don't quote me on that, but he went on one of these big punk rock music cruises, raised a whole bunch of money, and when he came back, he deposited it to his account, um, so that he could then um, transfer it to uh, the charity. Well, uh, it was a larger amount than normal, so his flag for his food assistance was taken away because he has a brain injury, so he doesn't work um, as much or as regularly as the rest of us do, so he requires some public assistance. And that was taken away because they saw, saw this large sum of money uh, deposited into his account, which was not even his. He was just putting it there for a little bit. So uh, he's wanting us to kind of mention that, put some feelers out. Uh, he's also um, talking to some local reporters here uh, in Denver uh, with uh, uh, regards to that and trying to get some food assistance. So I think he's going to be okay. Um, But yeah, kind of a shitty situation for somebody that's really trying to do a spectacular thing. Um, He's got a lot of money. Fuck him. He doesn't need to take away that food assistance. Yeah, no. Yeah. God forbid somebody gets a little bit of extra money for food. I wonder if there's (laughs) no way to like quickly petition that that's so weird i i mean i don't know of any way but i'm also a dumbass so what the fuck do i know yeah no uh yeah so god forbid he has food but we have a space force God, 
Got that shit. Um, so yeah, a little bit of good news and a little bit of bad news. So everybody go follow uh, Pass the Bass, Dylan Flynn. Um, he's doing really good things out there. And um, even though he's struggling right now, he could uh, always use a little bit of extra support. And I'm sure he would love it. I'm going to try and get him on sometime. He moved out here to Denver not too nice. long ago. Yeah. So he's local now. Hey, that'd be a great So we'll interview. see about getting him on. Yeah, I think it would be awesome just to kind of talk to him about... Um, yeah, because I'm ignorant to the topic. So anytime I can get an education on any topic that I'm ignorant to, I like it. So brain injuries, yeah, I don't know much about that. That'd be interesting to learn about and kind of see what obstacles he's had to overcome yeah. with that. Um, so hopefully we can get him on sometime. He seemed pretty interested uh, in it uh, when I kind of pitched him the idea at the last show I saw that. So hopefully so. Cool. Leave with a little bit of good news. Yep. See that, Bob? Yep. You nice. never want to leave somebody with a bad taste in their mouth. Picking it back up. Picking it back up. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> hey, let's play some more fucking music, Bob. Let's do it. I don't I always seek your approval and I don't really need to. Well, I mean, you do because I'm the one who edits this shit and you can say, <laughs> You are. Yeah, I do kind of. Let's have do some to. more music and I could be like, fuck you, and I could just leave no. some silence for like ten minutes, five minutes. I don't know. Can you not do that? Yeah, no, I won't because I already approved. So, okay, Lucky cool. You. Well, then, how about for this next one, you play Big Spin? I could do that with the track Bottomless.
That was Bottomless from our friends down in Mexico. Big spin. Yeah. Um, that was from their brand new self-titled album. Some good old classic fucking punk rock. Thanks for sending that one in, Miguel. Fuck. I got a good hint of uh, Bad Religion as soon as they started singing, and then it yeah. uh, switched into Deviates a little bit more. Uh, that Bad Religion vibe faded away, but it came back in here and there. It was good. I loved it. Yeah, those guys are fucking really good. And that whole album uh, had fucking probably about five or six bangers on it. So I definitely recommend checking that one out um, because, I don't know, I like the fact that you get punk in different places. You know? <laughs> punk in like, different you don't, places. You don't have a lot of punk bands coming out of Mexico. I mean, I'm sure there are a bunch that we don't know about, a lot of local bands. Uh, but these guys have a great sound to them. And it's, um, I don't know, I, I, I just like that sound. You yeah. know, that late 80s, early 90s kind of punk sound. And, and they're doing it very well. Definitely um, a 90s feel to it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bob, this next one you were pretty stoked about. You want to do this one? Yeah. I picked it, but Bob loved it. I picked so many bands that Bob loves. <laughs> you do, and this is why I love the podcast, because I get to learn new, uh, about new bands. This one is coming all the way from Italy. Our thoughts are with you guys right now. Not that that counts for much, but I thought of you guys, and I wondered how you guys were doing. Uh, this next band is called Dots. And the name of this song is Band from Punk Rock. thought that so many times i need to be banned from <laughs> punk rock at this point in my life i uh i'm getting to the point where i um i used to be punk rock you know the old saying if you used to be you never were i'm teetering i'm teetering <laughs> I'm, I'm getting up there uh so yeah i should probably be banned from punk rock along with dots from Italy. Uh, fucking incredible band, man. These guys fucking came out of nowhere and they have, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to classify them as. I just put funk. Uh, funk that's and- exactly what I put is funk punk. And this is a genre of music I've actually looked for 
because suicidal tendencies or more infectious grooves ventures into mm. this style of punk rock at times. Yep. But mm-hmm. suicidal is so much more of a like hard punk band that you can't just be like, oh, they're a funk band. But uh, but this yeah. is it. And and I love. I don't know about you, but I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers a lot. Um, mm. Not because yeah. of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and their sound, but because they're so funky and so punk at some times. I just uh, finished listening to Flea's autobiography, Acid for the Children, which was a fantastic biography uh, or autobiography that you guys should check out if you're interested. But, I mean, he played in Fear. So the element from punk and funk crosses over already um, with one of the best bass players in the world. And just because of that, because I like Primus um, and I like you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers and a few other bands that are, are really funky that have fantastic musicians in them. I've looked quite a few times for bands that have punk rock as as their elements, but really venture into funk a lot. And when I listened to this, I was like, this is it. This is what yeah. I've been looking for and have never found. And Dots, D-O-T-S, capital D-O-T-S from Italy is the band. So definitely there you go. See. Out. Well, see, if you would monitor or at least help monitor the inbox, you would have gotten on these guys a lot sooner. Well, I don't need to because I'll just get them on a little later because of you. (laughs) Just wait for me to do the work. Absolutely. I like it. Uh, No, that was a fucking great album. I thought um, uh, it had uh, a lot of kind of different tones to it. Um, I kind of likened it to Beastie Boys. There was a lot of different kind of sounds to it and it, it reminded me of beastie boys in in that manner at least um because you know they would always do uh you know rap and yeah. some punk yeah. and some funk and some instrumentals and some that are just fucking like record scratching and shit like that it's kind of like how this whole catalog is for these guys um so really excited to looking um forward to more from these guys my only complaint was sentence. that I was unable to find them on Spotify. So, yeah, yeah, I think they're just on Bandcamp right now. Uh, but the name of the album—it's uh, their sophomore album, so it's, you got another one to search for as well. Uh, sophomore album was Weekender Offender. Uh, it was released last, late last year, I think, uh, on Slack Re- Records. Our friends over at Slack. Uh, so check that one out for sure. It's got the. Um, Bobby Burns stamp of approval. It does. And that did not many bands get that. You're pretty stingy <laughs> with those stamps, aren't you, bud? <laughs> I don't give them away for free. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's shift gears a little bit and switch into some melodic hardcore. This next one's coming all the way from Bangkok, Thailand. This is Stay Awake with Weighted Dice.
from the album One Stone Away. That was Stay Awake with Weighted Dice. Uh, another one. You don't really get a lot of punk from Thailand, do you? No. What was the last what? Thailand punk band you ever heard of? I, I, none of them. This is the first one. And here's how cheap I am. At first, I was like, nah, these guys are just okay. And then I found out they were from Bangkok. I was like, that's cool. I like them just because Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. Because I and just they... like music happening in other places. And exactly. the fact that they're building a scene over there. And that's all there is to it. So. And I, it, it, I, you, you kind of say that, but if you close your eyes and put on this album, I swear to God, I was getting Rise Against. Oh, I... I could have... Easily, they, they referenced the Rise Against in um, in their bio. I'm not a oh. huge Rise Against fan, um, no. so uh, but I will say this: I saw them live back in like 2013 or 2011 with Rage Against the Machine um, <clears throat> and Muse at a, a big concert at the Coliseum. And when I saw them live, I was like, you know what? They are fucking fantastic musicians, so I appreciate Rise Against. They them. are very um, good. So live, they were absolutely amazing and and blew it out of the water. Um, but uh, yeah, they did mention that on their uh, website or their bio or whatever it was that I was looking at. Yeah, I uh, definitely got that. I could hear the influence, and I thought that uh, as far as being musically uh, up to par, uh, pretty close. And, yeah. I, and like you said, I'm not a very big uh, Rise Against fan, but you got to uh, give them a little bit of credit for yep. being talented musicians. Uh, so let's move on with a few more talented musicians, maybe even on a, a smaller scale, I guess, than Rise Against. Uh, even though you and I were definitely heaping praises on these guys before we started recording uh the next one's a dying scene radio favorite supportive parents with shoulda woulda coulda
Twin City Pop Punks, Supportive Parents with Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda. Uh, someone said that it sounded kind of like Guttermouth. I thought it sounded a little bit more like Direct Hit. Yeah, but I'll agree with you. I don't think Guttermouth. No, I think uh, the review uh, or whatever, the EPK or whatever was sent in with that one said something about Guttermouth. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess maybe. No. Uh, maybe they, the vocals. Uh, they No, no, no. Vocally, they're more of a crust sound. That's more of the like choking victim leftover crack genre of vocal styles mixed with my my comment is pop crust question mark like, <laughs> question is mark. this is this now a thing it's it's pop punk with crust style singing over it and that's pretty cool i uh it should be how it is i don't uh pop, pop punk is uh i don't know i'm still the jury's out with me i mean there's definitely some pop punk that's that's uh fine and i'll listen to it but if you throw some crust into it throw some gutter into it then i'll definitely be on board yeah, I don't think I've heard a band that sounds like them. So it was really an, uh, interesting right off the bat. They grabbed me, and I checked out some more of their music just because of that. And it was consistently pretty good pop crust. Yeah. <laughs> so They're doing like good things heard, up there in Minnesota. Check out the rest of their album. Yeah, five-track EP, uh, Could Be Worse was the name of that one. Uh, and, and it could be worse. Thing of, I think this was great. It, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they put that album out before. <laughs> Uh, before, uh, I guess, 2020. <laughs> uh, things haven't been going so well this year. Uh, but the coolest thing about that album, I thought, is that um, it had a song devoted to Groundhog Day. So you don't get very many songs devoted to Groundhog no, Day. You lots don't. of Christmas, lots of, I don't know, lots of like St. Patrick's Day kind of Celtic punk. Uh, you don't really get Groundhog Day song so no so uh, uh now you have a song to listen to next year in february I, I think you should definitely flag that one i think we should come up with a groundhog day playlist that includes <laughs> one song just from be, supportive parents just be this. <laughs> uh, yeah probably be the only one uh so Next song, I feel a little bit bad about this last, uh, this next one here, because uh, I sat on it for a really long time. Uh, but it's from our friends up north in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, Adelita, which we've featured before. Uh, they put a new album out. Uh, now it's been quite some months ago, but again, we've been digging through the inbox. Uh, and this song is from that newest album. It's called Lifers. <laughs> Oh, 
Lifers from our friends from the Great White North, Adelita. Uh, I hope they don't hate me too much for sitting on that. It's really been a long time, and I feel bad. Yeah, but I love these guys. I'd feel really bad if they hated me. Don't hate me. Love me. I need your affection. This is true. I, you, he's hanging on by a thread. You don't know what's going to happen next. So <laughs> give him a little love. I have no, I have no shows to shoot. Please love me. <laughs> is that bad uh hey that get fiddle solo at the end of that song was pretty fucking shredding man yeah that was uh what brought the song <laughs> together for me was at first i was like no nah, you know they yeah. are just a punk band and it's good but it's just very straight up uh straightforward punk and then the nope. solo kicked in and i was like all right yeah. they're bringing a little more to it than just a punk yeah. rock song yeah, you get the fucking Hesher back there fucking <laughs> shredding shit near the end. It's like, where you been this whole time? Sitting back there all low-key, and then at the end just comes in and starts shredding shit. You is, fucker. Is that an offensive term? Hesher? Yeah. yeah in the, in the punk so. rock community? You don't you don't know? Like, if people are like... Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. I think we're good with that one. All right. If it is... Eh, that's all right. Punk, what are you going to do? I, come, you know what? Come I guess me? the punks are cool with the Heshers. Do you like the Pixies? Yeah. Or Pixies. Sorry, they're not the Pixies. I don't know. Yeah. Pix- yeah. Pixies yeah, are right. punk rock hash, I guess. Yeah. Hashes. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll all listen right. to them. All right. I'm stuck inside for the rest of my fucking life. I'll listen to anything <laughs> these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what would be really good in a time like this? Uh, end time, zombie apocalypse, viruses everywhere. Uh, good old Swiss Army knife. Let's do it. Let's do it. Why don't you intro this one, Bob? Do the work for me. (laughs) Why do you got to put it on me? This next song is called On Top of the World from Swiss Army. I was born in the backseat. Yeah, I was taking up space. I never felt hesitation from the ones who used to call me afraid. And a friend is not what I call myself. 
At least all the love I receive unconditionally Only feel returns in my reciprocal dreams I'll do better And I'll give thanks for it Now I'm on top of the world Alright, I gotta put a little flavor on this one. Bob killed that fucking intro. Uh, that was On Top of the World by Swiss Army. That one's featuring Garrett Dale from our friends in Red City Radio. What? Uh, Swiss I didn't Army. Know that. Yeah, well, I put it in the notes, so good reading. 
I don't read the notes. I read the outline, asshole. Oh, shit. The you notes, got me there. The notes are for you. I don't want to steal your thunder. Sick burn. Uh, Swiss Army is out of the Steel City, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, really good chord progressions in that song. Is that a musical thing? Do I sound intelligent? Chord progressions? Uh, yeah, I guess you sound a little little intelligent. Um, it was very poppy, but the music was... It was. It, I thought it was very poppy. Um, but yeah, it was. The music had some cool progressive, like, uh, I don't want to say progressive, I guess, but it had some really cool uh, fills into it, which... Which is again what bought me in. I thought they sounded like Jimmy Eat World, but all them like the yeah. guitar leads that came into it and stuff. I was like, nah, this is uh, a little better than Jimmy Eat World. So I thought so. A yeah. harder version of Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. I can go with that. And, yeah. I, and I had them kind of flagged here as pop punk, but it was also kind of on the verge. So um, I, I really like towards the end of the the song where the vocals came in from Garrett Dale. It kind of added a little bit of blue collar. Uh, to something that was a little bit softer. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was a good juxtaposition. Boom. There's a ten. There's, there's a, a college term. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do so well in college. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought also that was apropos because the name of the band was Swiss Army, and uh, in the end times, uh, during the zombie virus apocalypse. A Swiss Army knife would probably come in really handy. Uh, but yeah, really good uh, musicality with these guys. Talent level to the nines. <laughs> um, so now, Bob, I guess this is the part where we would normally do an interview. I know that we have one in the chamber. We thought maybe we would hold that off to the next episode, and we'll tell you why a little bit later. Uh, but instead of having an interview... Uh, we figured maybe we would just have a quick Q&A session uh, between Bob and I. Uh, I think we had one of these really early on in the, the early stages of the podcast where it was like a get-to-know-your-podcast host, but we haven't done one in a while, and we're going to kind of change things up, and these are just going to be kind of just random questions. has nothing to do with anything. Uh, doesn't really care about getting to know you. I don't <laughs> care. I know you well enough. So these are just questions that maybe we haven't asked each other, even though we've known each other for three or so years now. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm going to let you start because I'm going to take a sip of my lovely tangerine White Claw hard seltzer. I am ready to start it off, uh, especially because you drink White Claws, and i got to give you time to be a little bitch. Um, so question number one, <clears throat> do you have the coronavirus or do you always look like shit? That's, that's pretty fucked up, dude. Um, I don't have the coronavirus, so I think I'm going to have to go with, I always look like shit. Are you, is it the weather out in Colorado? Are you doing okay? Or it's. The weather here fucking blows. Okay. It, it's taking a toll blows. on you, man. I uh, That is my, my first question. I was a little concerned, and I hadn't asked well, yet. So, look, I also haven't been going into the office much for work, so I haven't shaved in a while. It's actually getting to the point where it's starting to hurt, you know, that point. Oh, like yeah. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I thought so you So maybe were, that's it. You were trying to, you know, pull my look off a little bit, pulling from uh, the style. No, I would never ever want to look like you 
ever. Yeah. I... You weird fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Well, we'll throw it over right. to you. You do not have the coronavirus. You always look like yeah, shit. Yeah, so... When I first pitched this idea of just having like four or five questions, you know, just get to know people, I thought I was going to take the high road. So my question here is, when was the first time you really remember like getting into music? When, when, when was that? Yeah, so that's a very easy question for me. Um, I mean, I've always liked music and music has always resonated with me. Um, I remember times in junior high listening to Rage Against the Machine or Smashing Pumpkins. Those were some bands that really, really hooked me. I remember earlier on discovering <clears throat> Rancid and Real Big Fish and a little bit of AFI. Watched a lot of motorcycle videos and skate videos and <laughs> shit like that. So that all came up. But yeah. um, really the first time I got it, like super into music and, and super affected by music was probably when I was 15 years old um, and I met this dude, Jeff, who I've mentioned multiple times, um, who I really actually want to have on this podcast one day. I think he'd be a great addition yeah, to come we've in. We've been talking and, about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that, uh, I mean, the guy knows more about music than I do. So he yeah. could sit in here and and uh, take over my part of yammering and actually <laughs> contribute something meaningful. And I can sit back and uh, worry about editing a little bit more and not have to do be so nice. much work. So one day, nice. one day we'll bring him in for sure. Um, but uh, I remember when he showed me Operation Ivory and we began playing music together and uh, he started showing me how to play guitar a little bit. Um, I don't know. That's just I, I was a teenager. I was 15 years old. That's when I really started feeling connected to music and to punk rock specifically where it was just something I, I got into and I wanted to learn about the band itself. So when I was 15 years old and I met Jeff and I started learning how to play the guitar. That's, That's a answer. pretty cool fucking story. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I like that one. And it was very specific. We didn't even like go through these questions. I'm very surprised that you had that one fucking just right there. You yeah. knew exactly. I Yeah. I, but I, I definitely know. I mean, music means a lot to me and I know when that turning yeah. point was and it meant a lot when I was younger, but it really meant a lot when I got into high school and started figuring out my identity and stuff. And my identity revolves a lot around music. So, yeah. Your identity is a weird bird. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, on to question number two. Uh, who was your first punk rock hero? Oh, oh that was it. I, well, I mean, I was probably Jello Biafra, was okay. probably the earliest I can remember. Why? Um, and it was, uh, I have an older brother that kind of exposed me to punk rock music, and how that much, was the first. How much older than you? Five years. Okay. So, like, uh, I remember, like, when I was eight, he was 13, and he was getting into the punk rock at okay. the time, and that was Circle Jerks, Black Flag, um, it, it, all the classics, I'm, Bad I'm Religion. I'm really not trying to be stages. a dick and, and date you on this, but, like, what year-ish was that? Uh, 85. Okay. So Dead Kennedys were still like very alive and vibrant and actually active in what was going on. 
Correct, yeah. And so that was the first I remember listening to like Holiday in Cambodia. Uh-huh. And that was the first thing that like piqued my interest. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I need to like do a little more, more research and figure out. And my brother wasn't one of those kind of people that would like give it to you. He wouldn't help you with it. He would just be playing it. And if you heard it and like, you know, you wanted to learn more, you yeah. would. He, and he would never like help you discover anything. So is, um, is he still into punk rock? I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really talk to him. Oh, I'm not much. Right. I don't. I don't. My my family and I are two great tastes that taste bad together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, that was the first time I remember Holiday in Cambodia. Uh, <laughs> definitely, Dead Kennedys were the first band that I was like, "Fuck, this is crazy. This isn't like music that I've ever heard before. I need to look into this more." So that was probably <laughs> it. How long was Jello your hero for? Um, did you not long Okay. until I started getting a little bit deeper in, but that was probably like the first one that I was like, fuck, this is just crazy. Yeah. And then I would say like long-term probably still, it would be like, I don't know, like probably fat Mike. I mean, you gotta go with the legends, but I wouldn't even argue if you wanted to say Greg Graffin. (laughs) I mean, how can you argue, argue that? Yeah. And I've just grown up with these guys in my life the whole time. So Yeah. Cool. First one, Jello. Always Jello. Yeah, <laughs> that is something I did not know about you at all. Yeah, well, I don't know if I knew it about me, but that was definitely the first. Yeah. I don't know if I had ever thought about the first person that ever really like was a punk rock icon to me, but that was probably it. That came to your mind. Yeah, that's it. Good. Yeah, cool. We'll go with the first answer. That's always the best answer. Okay, uh, my next one's a little bit uh, less serious, but still kind of. Um, so I know, obviously, you're musically talented. You're in a few bands. And then everybody has like a trade that they wouldn't say is a talent, but it pays the bills. What would be a secret talent or something that uh, isn't uh, musically talented? Like, like woodworking or whittling or something. <laughs> okay what's something you can do well that people don't know you can do well yeah yeah yeah. no no first thing that came to mind is uh working on cars so um my my dad when i was 18 just out of high school <clears throat> my my 18th birthday gift was a 1987 ford Taurus station wagon uh <laughs> that was totaled but had a brand new engine in it with another 1987 Ford Taurus station wagon that was not totaled, but whose engine (laughs) was shot. Horrible And he gave me the owner's manual because we had had that car since 1987, and now I'm 18, and it's 2003. And he's like, here you go. Here's your first car, and switch the engines out and figure it out with the owner's manual. And he really didn't help at all. It was just me and my friend trying to figure out how we pull an engine from a car and put another one. And That's it's cool. really not that hard. It's just Legos. You, you, and it's easier than Legos because with an engine, things only go from one, they only go into one place and everything kind of bends and fits into one place. And so my buddy and I, uh, took a month or two to, to pull it out and it shouldn't have taken that long. I mean, we just didn't know what we were doing. We asked him a few times. He came down, took a look and was like, ah, do this, do that, put that over here and this and that. And he's not normally like that. He's just going through his own shit in life. But, um, 
So yeah, we we pulled the engine, switched it out, switched it over, and uh, motherfucker didn't start. And I thought of one <laughs> thing to to switch over that I didn't really know because I'm just going through the owner's manual. Switched it over, and it fucking started. And I I felt amazing. And after that, I've tackled everything on my own vehicles. After that, I've I've changed out. Uh, so many things, shocks and struts and brakes and engines and clutches and clutch plates. Uh, rebuilt the battery in my Prius multiple times. I, I feel like I can really do a lot on cars. And when someone comes to me, when Sarah comes to me and she's got a car issue, I'm like, yeah, I'll take care of it. That is a hidden talent I feel like I have. I'm pretty good at it. And actually, a few of my friends have given me money for helping out on their cars for it. I'm like, eh. Buy me a tool or, or a few things. Don't worry about uh, paying me. So I will say that I, I was thinking that might be your answer when I wrote the question because you helped me with that one time whereby the check engine light came okay. on and you had the little fucking tool. Yeah. Uh, did I even end up helping or no? I don't. I remember, but I don't remember. I think we couldn't find where to plug it in was the problem. There's no way that that's the answer. Oh, you know what? Oh. What, was, what year was your car? I don't fucking know, dude. That was the one that got wrecked in L.A. I know, when but I, was parked I, I on think the road. it was so old that the OBD2 sensor didn't plug into it. The OBD2 sensor. You yeah. sound like a real fucking asshole, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I am. I am. All right. What's your question? Um, yeah, we did not rehearse these at all, but we have good answers. Okay. No, we didn't. This is fucking horrible. I told you it was going to go sideways. Yeah, no, this is going okay. <laughs> um, if you could be a road photographer for any band, who would that be? If you could permanently be on the road photography-ing, photography <laughs> <laughs> Being a photographer <laughs> for a band, mm. what band would that be? Uh, over and over, or yeah, active band or oh, yeah, any yeah. band an active, ever. An active band right now, and you're going to be with them on tour every night. You're shooting them, not just once, every night. I uh, well, so that's kind of a weird question. Like, so I would probably opt to go with the band that's the most fun to shoot, regardless of but, whether I like yeah, the yeah, music yeah. or not. Oh no, no, no. That's I definitely. Part of the question. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I would probably... Fuck. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. That's a tough one. I mean, there's so many bands that are fun to shoot. Like, uh, like Andy Flag is so, so much fun to shoot. Just by um, himself or with the band? Uh, with the band. Okay. Um, Teenage Bottle Rocket is fun to shoot. Um, and these aren't bands that I necessarily love the music. I love fucking Propagandi, but they're a little bit boring to shoot. They don't move around as much. They're fucking yeah. old. So it's a little bit weird. So I'm going to go kind of mixed. We'll blend these here. And I'd probably say if I could go on tour with any band and shoot, it would probably be a Wilhelm Scream. Okay. Have you shot them before or no? <laughs> Yeah, a few times. That's what I thought. And they're kind of a good mix. I love them, and they're very energetic and fun to shoot. So that would probably be like a middle middle of the road. There you um, go. Cool. I, I would love to watch No Effects every night, but they're also a little boring to shoot these days, yeah. other than Melvin. So 
That I mean, that was part of the question. I didn't think it would be your favorite band. I figured it would be about who really gets out there and does some cool <laughs> shit, like where you feel like yeah. You can get some great and guys. a Wilhelm scream is really good. Um, they've got, and it's all about kind of like seeing you know what you're gonna who you're gonna get the most action from. Yeah, and they've got uh, the bass player always gives you the business. Yeah. Is what I call it. I don't know if that's a, a, an industry term, but yes, like I always tell Mrs. An Anarcho term. Punk, I tell tell her, "Oh man, I love this guy. He always gives me the business." Um, and uh, obviously, the lead singer uh, Nuno is very energetic, and he is always jumping around, and he gives you the business like nobody yeah. else. Uh, uh, they're fun to shoot. You always get good content from them, um, and they're really good guys, and they're probably in my top 50 punk bands. So cool. You can't go wrong with that. Awesome. Um, all right. This next one, I don't know. So I'm going to go, because it's on on topic, I guess, here, and I'm always interested to know. I know you smoke a very limited amount of weed, even though it seems to be getting more and more. Um, what? So discount marijuana that's not included in this question we're going to completely remove that because it's not even really considered a drug okay what is your favorite drug what's your favorite high um well i can't say i've done um well i could say i've only excluded a few i guess i was going to say i can't say i've done a million but then i thought of it and i'm like well there's also not that many i haven't done because there's not that many in general but um I would say mushrooms for sure. I know you brought it up earlier, but um, it's a drug that I've done definitely more times than I can count on both hands. And I don't do a whole lot anymore. Um, I haven't done probably in five or six years. Um, But A, I probably feel the most comfortable with. Um, B, I feel like uh, I would do well with. And C, it was the thing that I probably learned the most from about life in general. I think that um, that uh, experience in particular for me, um, doing it out in nature by myself with one other Mm. friend who's a very quiet Mm -hmm. kind of let you do your own thing type of friend, a very shaman type of person. Um, Shout out to John. Um, I, I really just honestly learned a lot about myself and I know that sounds fucking stupid and cliche, but I'm a, <laughs> no, 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 I'm a hundred percent serious. Like it, it does, but I get it I, as, as a person who's educated, uh, somewhat in the sciences and, um, tries to really be grounded in rationality. I really learned that my ego keeps a lot of things, um, to try and protect it and hold it. And the first time I did that, like I fucking, dropped my act and I learned that um gosh I don't even know how to explain it that just there's weird shit that can take over your mind and and really try and define who you are um and uh, you got to shed that shit uh, that's all I'm going to say otherwise I'll talk for 20 minutes about nonsense but uh, it's it's true Dude, man. no that's fucking and, badass and, good yeah, I like it. Yeah, fucking well, good. Come out to Denver now. I've got a good connection that can get it anytime. All right, so All right. we're golden. Let's yeah. come out. Let's do. Let's do a show. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how I do with that, but I'd probably be lying on the floor of the mosh pit yawning. Oh man! I no, get, every I was... time I do it, I get so tired. I just yawn and lay on the ground yeah. for like an hour. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, funny. All right, what you got for me? All right, um, <clears throat> this is 
a different question than the last one. If you could interview any band, what band would that be? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, probably no effects. Okay. Because I think it would be the most natural, easiest interview, and I'm all about an easy. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have to prep for no effects. I could go into that one cold and ask as many questions as they would give me time for. Why do you think you could go into that one without prepping, as opposed to some of the other ones? Uh, because they're probably the band that I've listened to the longest and okay. the most of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just the most, like, no effects is like home base as far as punk to yeah. me. Um, you not feel even like... like, they're not even like my most favorite band, but like that's the one that's home. Yeah. I guess. No, that makes sense. So. You mo- you know the most about them, and so you can yes. just easily yep. continue the conversation with anything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it would be, I, I and a lot of my questions, I think, would be <clears throat> rooted in, um, uh, like, older albums, which I think would also make for a cooler interview, because that's where most of my relevant information and cognition sure. comes from is sure. their earlier stuff so yeah. i think that would be kind of a cool interview for for the younger generation to have somebody <clears> asking <throat> a lot of questions about the older stuff and not so much of the newer stuff which really to me doesn't interest me as much like you know their last although their last album was good um the two or three before that i wasn't as interested in as uh their earlier stuff so cool that's a good answer i guess i guess that's a good question uh, so for you, speaking of home and what feels like home for you, uh, Mrs. Anarcho Punk and I have this conversation often because she's from um, a place where she lived. Uh, she was born and lived for you know ninety five percent of her life before she met me. Um, and I've lived in a bunch of different places, so we have different definitions of home and what home is. What is uh, what's home to you? Where is home, and what is it? What is home? Well, <clears throat> home currently is in Gardena, California, and it feels like home a little bit. We got our house. We're, we're living here. I would say one of the things that doesn't feel like home or puts me on edge but would make me feel a lot easier is just having my space. So all the, the homes are so close around us, and I feel like everybody so easily knows what's going on in our house at all times, whether I'm sitting outside mm-hmm. drinking a beer and having a conversation with a friend around the fire pit or inside trying to play music. I just feel a little invaded upon. Well, and you're from a you're originally from out out in the desert yeah. north of Los yeah. Angeles where there's a lot more room and a lot fewer people. For sure. We grew up so far away from people that it's like, I remember one time in my 20s, my parents went out of town for two weeks or some shit, and I I set up all my music equipment in the living room. <clears throat> and I I was remember going to bed at like four in the morning, just finishing up recording drums, and it's like, no one can fucking hear me. No one's complaining yeah. because <laughs> yeah. there's just so much space out there. And so just yeah. always having people like parking in front of my house, which I know sounds like a old man, like get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> it's not, it, it's fine. It just feels like it's in my space um, okay. all the time with people walking in front of my house, being in front of my house, running through our yard, this and that. There's nothing against it. It just, it, it's the thing that I notice that I miss the most. Um, or sure. that I desire space. the most is uh, a little bit of space yeah. from people so that um, yeah. people aren't aren't being intrusive upon my life. And so I don't feel like I'm being intrusive upon others. You know, I, I set up my drums the other day and text my neighbor. 
hey, uh, I'm, I'm setting my drums up. Like, let me know if it's too loud, this and that. Because, I, dude, I'm living next to these people for at least the next mm-hmm. 10 years. I don't want to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Them hate me. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got to be respectful, but I hate having to do that at the mm-hmm. same time. Like I, sure. I want to be respectful more than I hate having to do that. Obviously I reached out to them and let them know that, but I wish I didn't have to do that at all. So home okay. is, is space. Okay. So home is wherever space is. Yes, absolutely. Right. And next comes friends probably, but yeah. <clears throat> okay. All, all right. right. I like it a bit abstract, but I like it. <laughs> My last question for you, um, changing trajectory just a little bit. Uh, I'm curious. I know uh, you go by the uh, pen name Anarcho Punk, and I know you are very much into the idea of anarchy, and not in the chaotic sense, but more in the freedom sense and staying away from and out of things, and maybe in a sense having your own space. Um, but with how things have been going, do you feel like you're going to vote in this next election here in 2020 or no? No, won't happen. I, I kind of thought that might be the answer, but I thought maybe not, which is why I wanted to throw it out there. Why not? I, it's, I don't, there would never be a, a situation where I would endorse or qualify our current system by participating in voting. What do you mean? And our, I say that with like, I, what, what do you mean? Follow our current system, like the, the current, like two party system of voting. But what about a third it, party? What, what about 20 parties? <laughs> what about 50 <laughs> parties? No, 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 I know. Why wouldn't you vote for one of those 20 parties or 30 parties or 50? Yeah. It, it could be very possible. If you throw in 25 parties and there's somebody that I think would represent me, then maybe. Have you ever heard of Vermin Supreme? Yeah, he's the closest. <laughs> he's the closest. I love him, man. I, I he is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, and fantastic. Um, but so you don't even have it in you to vote uh, against something, which I honestly I find fascinating because I have so many friends who are very much into punk rock who might not necessarily vote, but currently want to vote because of the whole mm-hmm. fuck you thing. And then mm-hmm. I've had friends talk to me about like, oh, well, who are you going to vote for this and that? And I oftentimes uh, in the past eight years at least have voted libertarian. Um, and they're like, oh, you're just going to throw your vote away. And I'm, I don't feel like it's no. throwing my vote uh-uh. away. No, um, you vote for who represents you. You're not throwing it away. But right. Don't but, ever. But there is this big idea of like sometimes you got to vote just to say fuck you to the other person. And you, no. which I find very interesting and fascinating and I definitely always want to talk about. Um, and I think we talk about it more in person than when we're yeah, yeah. over the air. But um I mean, you didn't even hesitate with your answer. There's no second thought about it. It's it's Mm-mm. so second nature no. to you that you're unaffected by the current state of things. You're not surprised. Well, so, so here's the real crux of the matter. I'm not ever going to vote for anything that accelerates or endorses capitalism. Yeah. And there's never going to be a candidate in the United States that doesn't get to the final two. Um, that isn't all for capitalism. So the ultimate enemy in my eyes is capitalism, and that's never going to go away in America. Can I, can I ask you, um, I'm not going to ask you what your issues are with Trump, 
and uh, I <laughs> there think, are lots. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is very surface level. Um, so you don't have to go too in depth because I don't give a shit about this guy either. But why not Joe Biden? Um, because he, I think he further accelerates the capitalist agenda. He's a moderate. Yeah. He's, um, he's the, he's the modern day bourgeoisie. It's the status quo, right? But okay. So why not Bernie Sanders then? Who feels, well, he'll never make it. So I don't even care about that. If you felt like that's an, if you felt like he would, he was doing well, um, as far as I had seen. Um, no, he's still doing fine, they, but they're going to downplay it, and he'll never make it. So, I mean, that's like really, I, it's not even. I don't even consider that in my mind. That'll never happen. If, so, if he was, would you or still no? No. Wait, was that a no? Sorry, you cut out. Yeah, no, no, I won't. No, I won't ever vote if, again. If you thought he was, why not? Um, because I won't. <laughs> I mean, like. No, no, no. I I know you're laughing, but I have my own issues with Bernie Sanders. No, so the only reason I wouldn't is because, uh, so I'm not the kind of person that says I'm not going to do something without trying it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to eat peas before I I tell you I hate peas, (laughs) which which (laughs) if we want to go down a rabbit hole, fucking peas are for fucking suckers. (laughs) Peas suck. (laughs) Um, But... Uh, I voted once before okay. because I, I was I've been anarchist like as far as what I've known an anarchist to be. As and far my as, candidate didn't win. No, I'm just kidding. No, actually, kidding. I voted for Obama. And, okay. And at the time, I was like, okay, well, look, this is probably going to be the only chance I get to vote for somebody that's actually talking about things like socialized medicine sure. and. and Talking about transparency in government, even though, like, of course, that didn't happen. Of course. Um, I said, okay, well, this might be the only chance I have to vote and at least see how it feels. And I voted, and I felt like an asshole for four years. So <laughs> I will never do it again because I don't like feeling like an asshole for four fucking years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, semi-related, speaking of Obama, um, Edward Snowden came out with a book recently. Uh, it's an yeah. autobiography. It's called um, <clears throat> Permanent Record. And uh, I would recommend that for all the listeners out here, yourself included, if you'd like to listen to it or read it. Um, just because when I think of Obama... I thought, based off of his initial running, that's someone who would have been pardoned for the things that he did and someone who would have been protected for the types of things that he did. Mm. Uh, And he absolutely was not, which was a huge fucking surprise. um, Yeah. Beknownst to me. You drop drop bombs on kids in other countries. uh, Right. You tend to want to quiet the people that have information with regards to that. (laughs) Um, And so anyways, I listened to the book and was... uh, I mean, literally still having known what he had done um, and what it was about listening to him and then actually hearing the depths of the reality of the situation from him was once again just shocked uh, about the type of information and data that is collected and the ability that our American government and um, third-party contractors have to look into our own lives and to record our own lives. Um, was absolutely just fucking shocking, disgusting, and a little bit uh, paranoia-inducing. So um, yeah. not that that's what yeah. you want to do to your life and to your own head, but uh, holy shit, um, you want to listen to a good biography or read a good biography, <sighs> listen to a permanent record from Edward Snowden. And I, again, AP for you, I highly recommend that. I think you would 
uh, not enjoy sure, it, yeah. but be frightened by it, and yeah. even more so uphold your anarchist uh, positions. Yeah, I know, and I know I get a lot of heat for like not voting, but hey, no, whatever. no, no, no. It's, I, I give I give people heat for voting, so it's <laughs> equally, I, it's totally fine with me. As long as people can take the heat, I'm fine taking heat. I myself, respect so. that about you. Um, I honestly don't know if I'm going to vote in this next election or who I would vote for because. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I really care that much about Bernie Sanders and what he has to offer or what will actually happen if he gets into office. I know some people who are voting for him. I'm like, look, like Trump swung the pendulum one way. You're just going to swing it further the other way, which means the people who voted for Trump are going to try to fucking elect somebody worse, in my opinion. Um, Well, and I don't I think you're already there and it's not going to matter. I think yeah. that's how that's what you got to look forward to. And that's what it, that's basically what's called late stage capitalism yeah. in, a, in a country like this, where you got those two parties, it's always <laughs> going to be one opposite or the other. Eventually, it's you know, eventually swing. You know what I thought was very funny is uh, with this whole coronavirus and the people fucking hoarding shit and shopping like crazy is uh, there'd be these posts on next door uh, app where I live. And someone's like, Look at this. This is what you get with socialism. And so many of the <laughs> replies were like, actually, we're currently in capitalism. So this is right. what you get with capitalism. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so I don't know exactly. how this relates to socialism whatsoever, because this is what yeah. you get when the free market takes over. Right. And uh, not not uh, bashing one over the other, bashing both of them, because I... <laughs> I don't know, and I don't have an answer, but um, I don't even know if I'll vote for a libertarian. Well, you can't solve that problem, Bob, right here on our podcast. You can't solve that problem. You're such a weak individual. Which actually will lead me into my final question. Now, I shit you not, I had this question formulated before your first question. My final question to you, why are you such a bitch? (laughs) I don't know how that leads into... That at all. Um, well, I'll just leave you with this. I'm not. I don't. I, I'm I'm not a bitch. Okay. Yeah. If that's your reality. If, if you could elaborate on that, maybe I could answer a little bit better. I mean, that's just so general. Um, yeah. No, it's definitely general. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did not have that planned. Uh, let's just say quarantine's got me. Hey, I'm ready for fucking more music. I'm sick of talking to your ass. Yeah, let's finish this uh, out. Let's do it. Look, let's take some things down a level. I like providing some variety to the people. I want something a little calmer after our little heated uh, political debate there. Not that it was a bit debate, but let's pretend like it was so that we can take things down a notch with Top Shot a Band with Cool and Deadly.
Just Nothing like me, like baby. <laughs> Bob, Bob is officially hammered, <laughs> according to himself. Uh, yeah, Top Shot of Band. I figured it was nice to include something a little bit softer. Nothing like a little bit of first wave ska yeah. uh, in this new century that we're in. Um, like, totally, so was... totally first wave ska, though, in the recording and like every sense. Yeah, that one was pretty good. And the best thing about that is that it was four uh four minutes and uh ugh, four minutes and twenty seconds long. And released in two thousand and nineteen, right? 
Uh, yeah, I do believe it was. Uh, yeah, that was sent in by uh, Trumpeter Mushwand, uh, former Slackers, Murphy's Law. Uh, so thanks for sending really? that one in. Again, Murphy's yeah, Law has been course. around for a while. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, everything, again, has been sent in via the inbox. Uh, if you guys want to be featured, definitely send in music because I'm starting to get lazier and lazier, and that's how I find shit these days. So uh, there's a little something soothing for you to listen to while you guys are locked up in a cage like fucking <laughs> animals. Thank your government for that. So are we. Uh, let's keep things moving. I know Bob's starting to get a little toasty there, so I want to hurry things along before uh, before he starts ruining things for us. All <laughs> it's going to happen. Bob, you, it's going to happen. Uh, before it does, though, we're going to definitely spin this next one. This one was sent in by our friends over at Herd Schmelta, which we played, I don't know, maybe about five episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Lead singer also... Sings for Snuffed by the Yakuza. This is Street Trash. garage i guess you call that snuffed by the yakuza uh they're from sweden that's off their latest lp get snuffed uh like i said before that's the lead singer from herod schmelta which we wouldn't have guessed that i mean i guess after you put it together but yeah 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 no once you hear the connection then you hear the connection yeah uh, I didn't know that either. Um, and I think I'm, I don't know if I had known the band before, but he had emailed us and said, Hey, you featured us, uh, Schmelto. Thanks for the, you know, coverage, by the way, here's my other band. I think you'll like them. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do like yeah. them. <laughs> it was really fucking good. That's cool. Um, that is some crazy 
fucking music coming out of Sweden. You think of like Swedish people as like being kind of calm and reserved and uh, not introverted, certainly, but you know, maybe a little bit more quieter and respectful. And their music is anything but. So I like that. I um, mean, Refused is one of my favorite bands of all time, and they're from Sweden. So yeah, I yeah. expect some fucking hardcore crazy. All shit. All right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Get off my back, Bob. Yeah, I'm I'm um, off. I'm just saying. So uh, we featured an Italian band earlier. How about we do a little bit more coverage? I know they're hurting uh, okay. here lately with Corona. Uh, so our next band uh, we've also featured previously on the show, Line Out. Uh, they have a new EP out. I'm going to butcher this totally. I've never taken any French, I don't know, or Italian. I don't know any kind of Italian at all outside of like spaghetti and shit like that. So I'm going to do my best here. You guys make fun of me and laugh all you want. The name of the new EP is Puno Dall'Inferno. <laughs> and the song name is Shiavai.
That one was Shiavai, maybe. <laughs> okay. If I'm any good at Italian, that's from the newest EP, Puno Dal Inferno. Um, the vocals on that sound a lot like Ten Foot Pole. A lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could take that. Yeah. You knew it, didn't you? You yeah. knew that it sounded familiar, and you didn't know who it was until old AP came <laughs> along. <laughs> we need you for something. And that was Yeah, it. no. That These was days I need it. to find a place to be useful because... I don't feel very useful these days. So I'm glad. Wherever I can fit in and find a use for myself, make myself relevant. Um, job security. That's what we call that. <laughs> okay. In, in the biz. <laughs> um, all right. Look, I know this next one we had a little bit of controversy over, Bob. <clears throat> the whole album, in my opinion, was really good. There, I think it was, I don't know, eight songs, seven songs, I something like that. Seven, yeah. Yeah, and I liked four or five of them equally, and I just couldn't decide which one to do. There was a cover that I really liked. The whole thing was just fucking awesome. Bob decided to sit on the fence. He never gave me a fucking opinion. So we're going to go with Life's a Game from 40 Ounces. I think it's actually a solo act, so probably from his newest EP, Malt Maniac. That was a 40 ounces. Uh, you know, if I can ever squeeze in some Scott core, I'm going to squeeze it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I certainly did on that one. Uh, name of the track was Life's a Game. Um, has a really good no cash early leftover crack oh, yeah. sound to it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and their last album, his last album, uh, I also loved just as much. And this one, I was just so torn. They had a good um, Hootie and the Blowfish cover, the uh, Letter V. 
Okay, uh, I did not know was on that. There. Yeah, that was there. And then the last song on the album, which you didn't even listen to, even though I told you to listen to the whole album, uh, last song on the album, uh, Success is Always on My Mind. If you get nothing else from this episode... Go listen to that fucking track. Oh, yeah. Success is always on my mind. 40 ounces. It even fucking brilliant. It even says number seven is a Hootie and the Blowfish cover. That's hilarious. If I could have sex with a song, it would be (laughs) success is always on my mind. Um, So definitely check that one out. Bob wouldn't let me play it. because No, why didn't you play that one? I would have let you play it. I told you to listen to the album and pick one. You didn't do it. You're a schmuck. So, with that being said, let's move on to something positive. Well, I just want to say, I, you, really you said there was it. debate about the band. I liked the band. Uh, I didn't say there was debate. I said you wouldn't let me play. No, no, no. Earlier you said success a is bit always on my mind because you just sat on the fence. So I just went with life's a game. Okay. Well, all I want to say is I did enjoy the band. My comments were just the first two, like the way he mixed them, he's, he intentionally clearly put a lo-fi feel to the first two and it turned me off. And then when I got to songs three and four, I was like, oh, this is dope. And I didn't have enough time to listen to Let Her Cry from Hootie and the Blowfish or Success is Always on My Mind. But I definitely enjoyed it, especially when it picked up into the ska core Af- genre. After... After this song, or after this episode, I want you to go back and listen to Success is Always on My Mind. Like, don't bullshit Hey, another issue is they're not on Spotify, so, you know, get on Spotify, pay $50. It's Bandcamp one. Fucking 40 ounces, it's 50 bucks. Yeah. How much is a 40? I feel bad. Cut cut back on, like, 10 40s, and we're there. We're on Spotify. (laughs) And you're there. There you go. Um, I wonder if the next band drinks 40s. I'm thinking probably not. Uh, they seem pretty clean cut, but they also have a really good message. And I think in today's environment, that's not a bad thing. So let's spin this next one. This one's No Regrets from 4IM. They all say we're nuts for making choices.
15-track LP Late Bloomers. That was No Regrets from 4IM. Uh, 15 tracks. Wow. That's a lot of production. Um, Bob, input? You look like you want to say something? I was just going to say, these years it's definitely a lot of, uh, lot of production. Uh, that yeah. is almost two albums worth of material. Yeah, it really is. And I was going to say, most bands now will consider an LP eight tracks, which I think is cheating. I think you got to get up to at least 10 tracks for a proper LP. But I think uh, that uh, uh, LP is technically seven, but I could be wrong. You could be very right. I just don't like that. Um, but no, those guys had phenomenal harmonies. And like I said before, they have a really positive message throughout the entire album, uh, which I thought was... Um, pretty refreshing in this day and age you get a lot of very uh anti-authoritarian and dystopic music uh which rightfully so you should have but sometimes you get uh for i am well which comes along and shines a little bit of light in the darkness so to say if i could say anything about them and you know i don't know what this counts for but i just wish she would have like had a little bit more yelling to her voice. You could hear it on the cusp yeah. of yeah. being aggressive, and it sounded dope like when she was starting to get there, but she never like fully got to uh, this this scream that I was really wishing I would have heard. So I like more aggressive music, and I like more yelling. Uh, some people and that's don't. fine. Yeah, you are entitled to your opinion, that is, sir. That is my opinion. I wish she would have got there. She was almost there. Uh, almost did it for me. Hey, uh, Bob, I'm pretty sure there's been plenty of women that have been thinking the same thing about you, wishing you would have gotten them there. I would imagine so. Yep. (laughs) Is that bad? That's probably not very PC to say. (laughs) Uh, But I'm not a very PC person. Uh, You know what? I bet you this next band isn't very PC either, just based on what I very little (laughs) I know from them. Um, This right now is probably my favorite punk band. Over the past, I don't know, four days, uh, this is excellent fucking punk rock that is severely underrated, and if you don't listen to this shit and love it, then I don't know what's wrong with you. This is Block Parent with bathwater shots. I'll take a You don't deserve it Just about time to take a dump On everything and everyone Within a struggle You're in a mental muzzle Nippers and dread To things to write your songs about So give me some sorrow A joke for tomorrow And now make a joke about my health And how I hate myself Well I'll have a laugh I'll drink From my own bath now we'll make fun of me, I'll beat you all to the point. Don't sing along. Don't sing along. Whoa. 
from Cambridge, Ontario, right up the street from Adelita, who we played earlier. Uh, that was from the EP Shrinkage. The track was Bathwater Shots. Band was Block Parent. Shrinkage uh, is like a I real said, thing. Yeah, no, Shrinkage is a real thing. And the coolest thing about that is um, the cover was uh, had some references to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but also had a reference. It also had a shrunken... Uh, shriveled up penis and balls yeah so it uh touched on both uh references for me and i thought that was very clever thank you for including both for me guys yep uh yes that one was sent in again through the inbox that was probably my find through the i don't know 150 emails i dug through uh block parent was my favorite get the fuck on this guys seriously if you're not i don't know what the fuck is wrong with you i wish i lived in cambridge ontario podunk town hillbilly shit that is i'd probably want to live there just so i could see that's offensive but okay i don't give a shit they're canadian (laughs) Uh, so i guess they don't what are they gonna do They'll probably just be like, it's all right, eh? Yeah, this is where we, we refer to, to Spike. Uh, Spike, is that okay? And Spike goes, I don't Spike. give a fuck. Yes. No, Spike will vouch for us. Oh, yeah. he's, he's our Canadian. Spike says you know? it's okay, then it's okay. Spike says we can make fun of Canadians. Fuck you guys in Cambridge, Ontario. Uh, unless you're going to give us some clicks, then <laughs> please, definitely uh, don't fuck yourself. Uh, no, but really, Black Parent. It's underrated. If you're not on it, I don't want to know you. Let's move on. Bob, this next one's yours. Bring it in. Yeah, so this was submitted to our inbox, or really my inbox, from one of my buddies uh, from a band I used to play with called Lack of Motivation. I was not in the band, but my band used to play with them often. Um, And Lack of Motivation was dope. So dope that I offered to record for free an EP for them that they never took me up on. Um, But uh, Ruben, the (laughs) bass player slash singer, joined another band called Casuist, and uh, they are coming out with a new EP here on 420. And uh, so this is Casuist. Come around.
from their EP coming out on 420, titled Guilt Trips and Apathies. That was Casuists Come Around, and that is my buddy Ruben from Lack of Motivation and now Casuist. Um, they are really fun. I saw them live at the 19th hole in Silmar uh, with Fozzie's Heroes, gosh, probably six uh, months ago, maybe a little more. Fozzie's you know Fozzie's, Hero. yeah. Yeah, yeah such a good time. Yep, they've been around forever. In fact, he played with Fozzie's for uh, at least a year or two. He was their bass player. So, okay, <clears throat> so they're up there in the valley, yep. central? Yep, they're up All there right. in the valley. He's in the valley. Um, I think the rest of the band actually is from Pomona or some shit like that from Casuist, so he makes a drive out there but because he's a dedicated musician and a, a great musician. And so um, anyways, they toured with Failing Up recently and a few other bands. I know the drummer filled in for the Dwarves and Failing Up and a few other bands. They're just fantastic. Um, they remind me a lot of uh, the story so far or that kind of like modern yeah. punk, mm-hmm. pop punk, e- emo, but harder than emo or pop punk um, type of genre. So I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited they're releasing that and I'm excited that they've been touring around and doing a lot of things. Um, so yeah, best of luck to them. And uh, I hope this really helps get them some hits because they're well deserving of it. And, uh, man, their drums, their bass, their vocals, like the delivery on all of those are fantastic. Yeah, it was very well-rounded, um, especially for that genre. Sometimes it can get a little sloppy, and I thought that they were very clean all around. And that fucking drum breakdown in, like, the midway point, who's the drummer? Yeah, God damn, his... That's Roy, and that's why they can get a little sloppy in this genre sometimes is because of the drummer, but uh, Roy is so fucking solid with what he does. Yeah, no, he keeps it. He keeps it on on point, even with, like, getting out of control himself a little bit, like, on that fucking (laughs) killer fucking drum beat at the end. I was like, how the fuck is he keeping this, like, just barely on the border? So, really good shit. They are fucking technically sound. Uh, yeah, good find, Bob. Man, not a find. Sent to me, sent job. into my inbox, but uh, thanks, Ruben. Well, of course not. Well, yeah, of course it's sent in because that's the theme of the show. It was just sent into your inbox instead of mine. And uh, personally, I like my box better than yours. That sounds uh, a little dirty, but okay. A little bit. Uh, hey, Bob. What do you want to do next time? Uh, next time. All right. So I've, I've got some plans. <clears throat> okay. Tell me. My suggestion is we start making these podcasts shorter, but we double the frequency. So I want to start doing okay. this uh, twice a month instead of once a month. Okay. But instead of a two okay. and a half hours, keep it at around an hour, maybe an hour and five or ten okay. minutes. Okay. We've got um, I like that. We've got our Mean Jeans interview in the pipeline, and I think that we can just start throwing them in a little quicker, so we can keep up with news, and it doesn't take me so long to edit. And you know, these are just they're getting to three hours, which is great. Yeah. I mean, we started out at an hour and a half, uh, yeah, once a month ish, but now we're up to like two <laughs> and a half, three hours. So I say we start cutting them in half, yeah. doubling the frequency, I like it. and. Uh, I don't know. I think that'll make it more palatable for me, more palatable for you, and more palatable for the listener. Okay. So, look, you he- you heard it here first, listeners. Bob 
is suggesting this. So, uh, you know, I'm just a kind of go with the flow kind of guy. I'm never going to argue whatever's easier for everybody else. So it sounds like we're going to have a new format coming up. Uh, so I would say expect us back in the next three or four weeks or so. Uh, we're going to have an interview with Mean Jeans. And we're going to start a new format. We're going to start going uh, closer to about an hour. We understand. You, nobody wants to listen to us assholes for more than an hour. So I couldn't put up with my shit for an hour. But then we'll get them, we'll get them out a little quicker so the news is a little bit more for relevant. Sure. And we'll get them out more often. Yeah. So. yeah. And maybe there'll be some news to actually report on after the Mean Jeans interview. Hopefully things start picking up. If not, I Maybe. bet we could find some bands who are bored out of their goddamn minds and would love to jump on the podcast with us. I probably, you know, I could probably come up with quite a oh, yeah. few pretty yeah. quickly. So, yeah, we'll plan on something for that uh, in the off chance that the pandemic continues and the end of the world zombie virus apocalypse is uh, unavoidable, I think. I think that might be the way it's going. Well, we'll see. Uh, you'll find out next on uh, episode 20 of Dying Scene Quarantine Radio. Yeah. <laughs> dying, dying Scene Quarantine. All right, Bob, I know you're getting a little sloshy in the pants. So let's <laughs> go ahead and close this motherfucker out. Uh, all right, I thought this last uh, song was also pretty relevant, just like the beginning uh, so we're going to take this one out uh, with a great band from, uh, I think they're kind of split between uh, the Netherlands and kind of Belgium areas. Uh, this is from the self-titled 12-track LP, which was out uh, last year on Shield Recordings. This is Great Shakes with the aptly titled name, Say Goodbye at the End. Until next time, comrades, stay safe and wash your fucking hands, you dirty fucks. Do what he says. Adios.
boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shit all company time. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shit all company time.